You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What's going on, everybody? It's a brand new episode of Off Book. Get ready to hit your marks. We're about to get it in. Today is Sunday, the day before Memorial Day. How y'all feeling? We good! <laughs> <laughs> it's Broadway Black! Uh, we back! We back! <laughs> yes. Yes. Come on. That was good. That was a nice little ditty for this week. I love it, ditty. Thank you. Yeah, I love too. a nice little ditty. <laughs> oh, now you can. So now we have a, a television in the studio, and so we can see the levels, and so she can understand what it is that I've been meaning. <laughs> the levels. Well, that's what's up. But I'm so glad to see y'all. I, I feel hey, like I haven't boo. seen you in like all this week. I usually see y'all in in the week at yeah. activities and functions and events. But I've, I haven't yeah. really been. There hasn't been too much. Well, we went to um, where y'all go? Where we have been? What y'all do? Um, Our Lady of 121st Street. Uh huh. We sure did. That was that was nice. That was cute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not talking about the play. I just crashed the L party. I didn't right. see the show. <laughs> <laughs> I am not saying anything about the, the show. The show is actually really good. Thank I, you. I go was um, pleasantly surprised, mm-hmm. um, but it, it also felt like um, I think we did. We talk about this. We felt like what? like a pilot episode. Like it felt like mm. it was just an introduction to characters. Okay. Oh, um, really? And instead of a full complete piece, okay. I felt like there was more. Like I was. I mean, I know the good pieces leave me wanting more, but this felt like I wanted some closure. Okay, but really I didn't really get that. Yeah, it felt. I needed some of the the loose like ends to be more. yeah tied up. Mm. Um, well, I had a great time. The food was pleasant, and the, the food DJ was, was. But it was not Paradise Blue. See, food. I had just crashed the party the week prior for Paradise Blue, even though I did see Paradise Blue. Praise the Lord. Um, but Paradise Blue had like fried chicken, yeah. and greens, mm. and like grits. The grits were a little not so. And this good, party but the grits had were good potato salad that was and, cold and grilled and, fish like, and, and and greens, wilted spinach. And, and potato salad should be cold, but I should say these were potatoes tossed in like a crema, <laughs> right? Like that nasty shit. Like, like right, like yeah. raw onion yes. and mm. mayonnaise mm. and Cilantro. cold like shit that I can't get behind. Yes. Like potatoes with the skin still on it. Yes. Like that's what I need. Red, like, red I need potatoes. to write yes. like red potato. <laughs> that's that fancy potato salad. I'm like, me no, I, I just didn't understand. Like, mm-hmm. no, thank you. Oh no. my goodness, but um, yeah, so. Uh, that was fun, but the, oh, we went yeah. all the way downtown. Oh, right, because after the party, oh my God. Bill Harper like hosted an after party at uh, after after party, and it was an after right. after party, it was given. and it was like 
34 blocks way, way down. Way down. But we had a good time. That was fun. Time. Yeah. Thank I, you, Hill Harper. Shout out to Hill Harper. Thank for you, Hill Harper. That was really a fun. Awesome after after. We party. was dancing and, and singing. And Lord, I'm, I was, wasn't I talk to, talking to Boone about getting on social media? Okay, so let's talk about that. Oh, How important it is to God. be. No, because I just felt like that is, I just didn't understand. Like, what he, I understood what he was trying to say, but it just didn't make a lot of sense so to me. So we have a friend, an actor whose name is Joshua Boone, who is not on any social media like none. Of, of any kind. We, I did I did an Insta story and was trying That's to tell him, hey, like, what's, what's your, uh, you know, what's your handle? He's like, oh, I'm not on it. And he was, I mean, it was a sense of confidence and yeah. proud, like. He takes pride in not I'm, being on And you wasn't like, here for it. No, and you know, like, because <laughs> no, it took Danye, Danye. Danye, watch, here's the thing, Danye. <laughs> I walked into the conversation and I said, Drew, don't go down this road. And I have you, been I down this road with Joshua Boone before. We have had a time and time again, we have had arguments and debates. Do not do it. I came back 20 minutes later, his face was, was purple. He was <laughs> red. You were over it. it was smoke like, coming right. out of his no, ears. Right. He was over it. And I said, I told you. <laughs> <laughs> because I said you're, a, you're he's a talented actor mm-hmm. but he's losing opportunity and he just told me well those aren't the opportunities that I want which I can understand <laughs> but sir like let's let's be real let's be honest we live in a day of social media and, well, and so you real. have the ability to cultivate and to shape your image yeah take that opportunity to do so mm-hmm. yes. get, get in front of the story yes and a lot of times you can control the narrative exactly like, people blame social media on the negativity and it's like first of all you control who you find you control mm-hmm. who sees what you post. You can create mm-hmm. the perfect social media community for yourself for if yourself. you so choose. Right. So don't blame it like, oh, social media is whack. It's, it's and like, especially no. as an actor nowadays, that this is what people are looking for. Yes, yeah. I've They're been to auditions for your where they presence. ask for how many followers do you have. Yes, so it's a real thing. And That's you can so lose crazy. jobs not just because that you, you, oh, I'm, I'm more talented. But if nobody knows about your more talented self, then who cares? Listen, yeah. I say it's 2018. Either you can play the game or you don't have to. Like, right. that's just... That just is what it is, and 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 I think that it's important that we as 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 actors, especially as Black people, learn to cultivate that image and mm-hmm. and learn to be mm-hmm. there for one another in the social media presence. Mm-hmm. Learn to support one another, um, and 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 just get around that idea that this is not going anywhere. It's we can not. try to fight it all we want to mm-hmm. and try to say, oh, well, I'm, I'm going to stay back here in the, you know, because he kept telling me um, it's the tortoise in the hair. I said, no, sir, you're not even in the race. <laughs> you're not in it. You're not in the race. I'm weak. So you can't even be the tortoise because you're not help, in God, it. God, help. You at the house. You at, yeah, you, right. You, you, ain't even, you ain't even started. You at the house. You, you haven't even started. Right. With, with onions and a crumb. <laughs> so, I mean, and I understood what he was trying to say. You know, the jobs and the people that are, are focused on that. He's focused about the art and focused about the work. But so is Condola Rashad. Whoa. Mm. And she's working. Well. And she has a presence. And she stays true to who her to who she is. And they're mm-hmm. like, Ambry Mon. Oh, thank you. Does Thing. Thing. And, you know, even Joshua Henry, he mm-hmm. does his own. The, he started the Burr's Corner, yeah, you know, yeah, those yeah, types yeah, of things. Yeah. And mm. like those are the types of things that you need to do in order to to just sustain and set yourself apart. Yeah. Um, and and continuously feed your fan base because they yeah. want to see you outside of the theater as well or outside of your work. That is just a part of the business. That's a part of the reality. People want to know who you are. Mm-hmm. You have the opportunity to shape that image and show them who you are as much as you want to, just as much as Beyonce shows as much mm-hmm, as she wants mm-hmm, to. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But we hang on to every single word or every little thing she does because we want to know we want to know it all. But she only gives us that little bit. So take that opportunity. I just want to put that out there that you should take that opportunity to um, create that image for yourself. It's very important for you as an actor if you're going to be in front of the camera, if you're going to be a creative. 
Um, and you get a lot of jobs. Like you can connect with people, figure out what's going on beyond your limited scope and beyond your limited experiences. F- figure out what's happening in the industry. Tell the truth. Um, and so yeah. the thing is, he's working. But you think he could work more and have more opportunities. I know that he could. I can tell you, I know for a fact that he has lost opportunities because he is not uh, present Mm -hmm. socially. You're not present. People only think about who they can. They last, you know, like people only think about and, and remember in, in, you know, as much as people love everybody's work and, like, oh, I know so many talented artists, mm-hmm. so many talented artists. But when somebody comes to me and asks me about uh, a particular job or filling a particular position, I'm thinking about who have I seen recently? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who was the last person or who is the, who fits that bill that I can think about that I've just connected with? Oh, I just saw them at this person, this place. Or I just uh, seen them on social media doing this, this and this. They would be perfect for that. You have to stay in people's minds. You have to stay relevant. And because we're in an age where social media has um, taken over, yeah. that this is part of it now. Staying yeah. relevant and staying and, in people's and it also minds. Just, it just helps you to get in certain rooms. Uh, a friend of mine was talking to me about a director. I literally the next day met the director at a party. He was like, oh, yeah, I have a project I want you to audition for because I looked you up and I saw your YouTube and I saw your website and I saw your this and that. And I know you'd be perfect for the gig. I didn't even have to come in the room. Mm. Like he saw all he needed from what I because I control my own narrative, right. from what I put on my website, from what I control on my YouTube page. Mm. Right. Like because of what I've cultivated for myself. Yeah. He was like, oh, yeah, I already know. Oh, yeah, we already mm-hmm. going to do it. Like, I saved myself time and energy. Right. I didn't have to show up. I didn't have to memorize nothing. Booked. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying you can help yourself out a lot You can help yourself out. But now I know Danye is... is- you know, on the opposite spectrum, because he fought me about Twitter for the longest long time. But he on it and he cute. Time. He on it now, yes. He yeah. fought me about the Twitter uh-huh. for a long time. Didn't want to do it. it was like, Mm-mm. Yeah, Twitter, I'm not a tweeter. I'm, I'm, I'm not a twatter. Mind you, I didn't even set up my account. My husband did. Look at God. Because <laughs> he was like, Danya, he, he was on your side. He said, yeah. Danya, you're going to need a Twitter. You're going to need it. And you don't want anybody else to make an account for you. Well, so just do it right now. Right. Um, but so I will say as... A writer, though, I've gotten so many opportunities. I found out about fellowships and residencies and programs through, like, other people posting things and tagging me to it. Uh Or just other people posting things. And I just go down. But that you were available to tag. Be available. Be available in the list. You have to be Be available. available. How many free tickets? How many times have I logged on Facebook and it's like, who can get to so-and-so theater at 730? Free tickets to this Broadway show. And your whole night has changed. Your whole experience. Somebody has spoken into your life. Oh, shot. Listen. Come on. Do you know the number of... Exp- I mean, come through Christ. Jesus sent himself back in the form of Instagram. Let you me tell are missing you. out. Listen, I'm he's here. You. He is among me. He is. Okay? Miss so out I, if you want. I'll take your free ticket. I don't care. <laughs> That's fine, boo. Listen, we That's need it. One Listen, more thing you know what? Actually, just don't don't get on it. Just don't even get on it. Don't. You're right. You are so right. You don't. You don't even need it. Just you stay right on back there, tortoise. You stay right on back there, and I'll sop all this up with a biscuit. Lord, Father God. Oh, my goodness. That's the whole truth. But, yeah, I just find, I just, I want you all to succeed. I want you all to be in the race. And you know what? I have to go back to because last week I was talking about how I go in and, and, you know, I go off on people. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, my mama straight up Mm -hmm. called me on up. Praise God for mama. My mama called me. Oh, my goodness. My mama called me on up. And she, you know, she didn't, you know, my mom has has changed over the years. My God, She she has grown and she's a woman of God. Yes. You know, she was just telling me, I'm going to be a missionary by this time next year. Come on, mother. And so she's been in her classes and she's been doing her thing. And so I'm really proud of her. But she called me and my mom has um, 
usually has a temperament uh, that I it it takes. You know how mothers can be. Mm. And the temperaments of, of to them towards their children. Yeah, they, no, especially black mamas. Right, exactly. Listen. <clears throat> you know, no holds bar. I'm already ready for but this. But my mom, you know, my mom <laughs> okay. came to me and she just, you know, she came in a different approach. And she just wrapped me around with her words. And wrap I said, him, Lord, wrap him. I said, you know what? You are so right. She told me, she said, you know, Andrew. I was listening to the show, and you know, I feel like you got it honest from your mom. Oh. You know, you you know, I, I just one thing I don't like. I've never liked anybody to disrespect me. Come on. Mm. And she said, you know, I just have to. I have to. I have learned over the years that I have to allow people um, to to do what they think they're doing, mm. and 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 let me and and. I'm not going to worry about it. I'm mm-hmm. going to do what it is that I'm going to do, and I'm going to kill them with kindness. I'm going to smile and be kind as much as it may hurt me. Yeah. Mm. She said, but I know the moment that I try to get them back, mm-hmm. God is going to get me. Oh. And she said, I have to let I have to let God do whatever he's going to do. And, and he's he always switches it and changes it around. But she said, you know what? You just have to be calm <gasps> and realize that, that it's nothing that you can do. And what they're going through is nothing to nothing concerning you. Yes. And so don't allow the devil mm. <clears throat> to use you because mm-hmm. those are the, 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 mm-hmm. the those are the uh, ways of the enemy. She doesn't mm-hmm. want the devil to use me um, and knowing that that's my weak, that's my weak spot. Yes. And every time I get tested, you, I lose. Every damn time. Every single time. <laughs> <laughs> she said, every single time you get tested, uh-huh. you're losing yes. because you're just jumping right into the trap. Every time. Mm-hmm. And she said, you just have to, to let people do what it is that they think that they're doing and mm-hmm. know that they're not, no matter how much it may hurt you yeah. at the time, that they're going to get what is coming to them. Mm-hmm. Yes. She said, you know, I don't like to bolster anything. She said, but I've been, I've seen people lose their lives messing with me. Ooh. I've seen people lose their jobs uh-huh. messing with me. Uh-huh, that's true. And that's nothing to be boastful about, but she said, I have to remember that God has me in control, that I am his one and his son. And so I, I have to remember Ooh. that and, and, and walk in that yeah. and walk in the truth of what that means to be more Christ-like. Oh, um, and so she just wrapped me on together. I wish with somebody the, could put us now. in a flat right now. My with God, their, with I feel their words. It. Um, yeah. My mom just really, you know, and, and I understood it, but I, I just, you know, because I've, I've always been that way. You mm-hmm. know, I used to feel so silenced mm-hmm. um, that I did not. I take every opportunity to say what it is on my mind, uh-huh. and I have to stop doing that. Yes, God, I have to stop doing that. And so, you know, last week I had to cut out some things from the episode. Uh-huh. Praise the Lord! Praise I had the Lord! Went on in. <laughs> it got real. Uh-huh. It got real. It got mighty real. But I thought, you know, God, that's that's going to be my test to not jump on every opportunity uh-huh. to tell people about themselves. It's hard. Um, it's hard, man. Especially when you're Super dealing with white people. Well, and so I have a difficult time. Not saying anything, but I'm gonna I'm gonna challenge myself in mm-hmm. that. Um, and you gotta to pick your battles. Pick my battles because my battles. mama said, you know, um, if if you're not in the fight, you're not helping anybody. It's mm-hmm. true. And so if I cancel myself out mm-hmm. by saying anything and everything, that I'm not helping anybody. Mm-hmm. And I'm ultimately not doing what I set out to do because right. I've canceled myself yeah. out by not playing mm-hmm. the game. Yes. Um, in a way. But also, I, it's, a, it's a weird line to play the game and then also be true to yourself and not yes. feel like you're, you know, being a part of respectability exactly. politics. No. And, and, and um, you know, it's just, a, it's just a fine line because I'm just, I'm tired, but I'm also not tired enough. Oh, I hear mm-hmm. you. You know, I, I'm not tired enough to stop fighting, but I'm yeah. tired from having to fight. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and so I just want to make sure that I'm able to um, successfully fight, um, but also not be walked over. Yeah. And then it's what fight are you going to choose? Yeah. yeah. Right? Like understanding, okay, this is when I need to say something. This is when I need to advocate for myself. And this is when I don't give a fuck about you. Yeah. Right. I say a word. Like, that was a taxi cab. You know what I mean? Like in the bigger right. span of things, that oh, was we gotta, just. We can't say your name because we cut it all out. <laughs> 
<laughs> Chris, we got to cut this one. Chris took the pack. He's ready. I know that's right. Shout out to Chris. Thank you for our engineer. So in, in certain circumstances in life, you just got to look at it, right? Yes, and just, stare it right in the face. Just put a bleep on it. Just put a bleep on it. <laughs> You're like, what was that bleep? In certain instances in life, you just got to look at the bigger picture. You're like, I could cuss out this person right now, but in the end, what's that going to do? Right. Mm-hmm. And I also, you know, started thinking about it, too, because I was telling y'all that I never want to um, hinder you two mm-hmm. because you all work. And, and, and I work in the business as well. Mm-hmm. I can't say that I don't. But um, I, I have never wanted or never want to hinder you two from working with people that I necessarily don't agree with yes. because of my opinions and Absolutely. things that I say right. on this show. So um, that's a major thing for me, too. If I'm going to say it, I'm gonna, let me get my own YouTube channel or something and get everything off yes, my chest. I hear you. Um, but my mom will probably cancel it before I even help me, help <laughs> get a chance to, to send it. My mom will cancel me. Um, oh, but I, I thank God for my mom to come yeah. through with that message on, on, you know, the other day. She was, thank I was you, just mama. listening. Shout out to black moms. Yeah. Yeah. yeah to, to giving me a different perspective. Us, yeah. Checking us. us. Yes. Yes. Every now us. and then. Uh, like every now and then, a call from your mama gets you all the way right. Yep. Yeah. Yep. It did. It had me a little teary eyed. I said, you know, mom, mm. you know that I don't, I just don't like being disrespected. Mm. And I don't like people feeling as though that they can talk to me any kind of way. Yes. Um, and it burns me up on the inside. Mm-hmm. And I have to sort of manage that anger and yes. figure out a way to uh, release that in a more healthier way Um, and she just reminded me of that she did it softly Mm. Um, and that's something that I needed at the time I needed to be approached softly Mm -hmm. Um, and so I thank you thank you mom shout out to my mama for that thank you mama and and so she loves her some y'all too so you know I said mom you listen to the show you know we be cussing and stuff and she said I know but I suffer (laughs) I cringe every time but I suffer (laughs) I suffer through it because I love (laughs) y'all thank you mama we love you (laughs) yes we do man okay Well, um, so what else? What you been up to? You been in rehearsals this week, Dunya? In rehearsals, feel like all damn day, every mm-hmm. day. But it's it's like some beautiful work happening. Yeah, some beautiful work. I uh, yesterday was the first uh, rehearsal where we put everything together. Yes, because uh, we were of course like just working everything in chunks. So it was the first day where we put everything together. It was a, a designer run, and it was the first day I got to hear the music. Mm-hmm. Um, and because there's uh, a tree in the play that talks and it sings and it does all this like mystical now can you tell us who shit. this is yes oh okay <laughs> yes I'm excited bless him Michael Kilgore Aha, Michael Deacon. Kilgore is the voice Reverend now, Wright we, Reverend now if we can get a sample yeah then, can we do that <laughs> we can do I'm that pushing, I'm pushing a little <laughs> we can do that you can just hold it up to just hold it up Once to the mic done with this episode <laughs> Cause y'all gotta come see the show. You gotta That's come right. see the. I hear it. But wait, wait, wait! Oh. Ain't it sold out? It's sold out. It's sold out. Uh-huh. So you, if you ain't got no ticket, <laughs> I'm it's so sorry out. about it. You it, better wait for this extension because you know what's coming. Come uh-huh. on now, and it, 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 it sold out yesterday. As soon as that extension comes, you know that is like I'm about to hop on and just to buy tickets just listen, to have them on it, hold. Get it? Get these tickets, you listen. Because it's some beautiful work happening, and when I heard. Uh, uh, My uh, StubHub account is <laughs> because I'm about I, to have about ten tickets, I, y'all. <laughs> when I heard uh, the work that Michael did with the musical director, mm-hmm. um, I I'm surprised I'm still here right now. I love it. Yeah. I didn't just literally unravel and lose myself completely. My he, God, yeah. He literally 
every single time he opened up his voice and his throat, I felt every ancestor. Mm-hmm. I felt every mm. single thing. It's mm-hmm. going to be yeah. a beautiful experience. Now, you, the, that, now, Michael Kilgore has the voice of the queer ancestors. Ooh, please, he, go he, now, no, now if you really think about it, my, like that, that bottom heavy throat. Of his I didn't know where you were going. <laughs> I'm saying, <laughs> get out, get out. You said that. Said, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> but uh, if you don't get out the studio right now, <laughs> I said, uh oh, Chris, press the button. <laughs> Mute that. Y'all know what I'm trying to say. I, I, I knew you was like, going. Well, I was following you. He is like <laughs> Sylvester and, and everything. Like just ev- like I mean everything. Billy Porter, yeah. Sylvester, uh-huh. all of the uh, Divine. I don't even yeah. know. Like just every mm-hmm. every single artist every you throat. can think of. Like I was so moved that I've been listening to it non stop mm. since yesterday. Yeah, because we walked into the building I heard all this, <laughs> this was, weeping and wailing. You, you, said, you said it was slave moaning. <laughs> Who doing all that slave moaning in your ears? <laughs> I've been listening to it and, and lo and behold. <laughs> lo and behold. But that's but what's y'all, up. It is going to be magic. Um, I can't. I can't. I cannot. Y'all, though it's sold out Ooh, right now. But if you really, but listen, because when I think about <laughs> the soundtrack of 12 Years of Moonlight. Michael Kilgore is <laughs> be, the star. He, like, he, he would, would be. win an Oscar. He would be. This would be, this would be this the would winning. Be, um, so, like, oh, be, um, my God. This is perfect. And he is doing it. Oh, he is doing it. My no. worlds are colliding, like, so great. Oh, and I, just I hate love all it right of y'all so much. And like I was saying, <laughs> though we're sold out right now, uh, the hope is for an extension. Not the hope. It's extending, mm-hmm. y'all. Please, please It's going to extend about two to three more weeks. Yep. Yep. It's going to extend about two to three more weeks. So right now, now. The, the closing date is what date? July 8th. So y'all can get tickets to about August 2nd. <laughs> <laughs> so tickets will be, tickets will be playing about, about August 2nd. So make sure y'all get ready. Y'all put it on the calendar. It's like be on the MTC website. Uh-huh. Just get ready. Look at, you. Follow Donye on his Facebook because he'll let you know as soon as it's you. happening. Okay. So that you can get the tickets and hop on it because it's going to extend and it's going to sell out again. Because right now, people are already hmm. messaging me. Can you get me a Ticking, no, no. Can we just shout it. out a black man in his off Broadway debut already sold out, and you just did your designer run? Yeah, like, can come we on. talk about how I, great I, I, that I'm, is? I'm still right? And so we just want to make gagging. sure that, that me and Amber can get tickets. Oh, y'all, come on! <laughs> <laughs> you already know. <laughs> like we we just want to make sure, like you know, Wait, we humbly come. Can I tell my truth? Can I tell my truth? The other night, the other night, I went on the on the website, and I said, "Oh, okay, it's about five, six more days." I said, "Okay, I got time," and then I started watching something on TV, fell asleep. Woke back up and I said, "Oh shit, it's sold out! <laughs> <laughs> oh hell, I done missed the boat, I Jesus! Fuck <laughs> they call you slipping. <laughs> they call you slipping. <laughs> you know how you be like? Oh, I got time. I can right. wait. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna wait. Mm. When I tell no you, no time. I can't. I no saw Danye sweet. Danye said sold out. I said, oh, he lying. Wait, wait. No let me time. Go. <laughs> No time. I can't. There's none. Praise God. Get them tickets. So yeah, I'm excited for it. I'm excited to see this show. It's just I'm just about to live my entire life. Mm-hmm. I can't, you and me I, both. I can't stop thinking about it. You so and I me cannot both. wait. So as soon as we get done with this, I need to hear that. Yes. Um need to hear what that's talking about. Uh, Abe, uh Amber, what's yeah, been going on with Secret Garden? How you feeling over there, yeah, uh, Martha? Talk to us. Black Martha. We're doing good. Tomorrow we're gonna run at one. So we moving. Ooh, Ooh wow. wow. That was quick. Honey. Yeah. 
They were just moving. talking about we just learning the music. Listen. And all of a sudden, you know the whole act. Listen, they are moving. Wow. Because we got presentations in, I think we have two weeks left, a little under two weeks left. Mm-hmm. So they are moving at the speed of light. It, mm. But it feels good, you know. I'm in that thing, and I'm learning my Yorkshire dialect, so I sound good for the people. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's good. I'm having fun. Oh, I'm so excited. I'm this cast is um, ridiculously mm-hmm. talented. They got some people in this room. So I'm, I'm grateful. I love that. I'm grateful. I'm you excited. seen any shows this week? What did I see? No, I have not seen. You performed in the show this week with I Marcus did. Paul James. My brother Marcus Paul James had a show at New Blue, which is downtown venue I'd never been to. So cute. Mm-hmm. And me and my girl Kusumone Hall and Christina Nicole Miller sang mm. backgrounds. Yeah. It was beautiful. I'm so mm. proud of Marcus I love Paul it. James. That, that album, uh, Paper Hearts. Yes. Chasing paper. Oh, like, he, he just writes sings. and sings down. Mm. And I want to say that in August, I believe it's August 3rd or 4th, let me look at my phone, he and Chris Monet Hall are doing a joint concert of Roberta Flack Ooh. and Donny Hathaway. They're doing the whole duets album. You are lying. At 54 Below, you can get your tickets now. There is a code for 40% off tickets. Wow. That's what it be. Listen, oh. it's a Memorial Come Day on, sale. Wow. Get your exactly. tickets. Exactly. But that all is, I'm saying... You heard it here first. Get them tickets. All Make I'm sure saying, first of all, yeah. is those two throats singing those Ooh, two throats yes it is going to be August 3rd at 54 Below Donny Hathaway and Roberta, Roberta Flack sung by Crystal Monet Hall Ooh, that's and a day after my Paul birthday James. I don't even know I'm going to be in town oh. listen you're going to be living that's going to be uh, a night to remember I'm hoping I'm on a cruise praise Come God through. be yeah. naked be yeah. blessed yeah. yes um, yeah I hope, I'm hoping that I'm on a, a good little cruise we'll see what happens but the rest of us finna be at 54 Below because I'm not gonna be on a cruise. It's not my cruise? I know. I want to take a cruise for you. You should. You know what? So neither have I. You deserve it. I think I do deserve. Don, I think you do. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, So we're gonna make sure that happens this this little summer. Also happening coming up is uh, Donald Weber. Yes, it's gonna be BB Wine. Yes. And um, in born for this, what? And, and born for this, mm-hmm. like it's a BB and CC Wine's musical called Born for, for This. Real? I saw it two years Directed. ago in DC. Yeah, I believe. Yes, I wow. Saw it. And it was also, you know, it did a couple of different cities. Yes, it was DC, it's always on a Atlanta. tour. It's been everywhere. Yeah, so it's been everywhere. But when it's coming where? to um, coming to Broadway, I believe, oh, eventually. Wow. But they're doing an out of, out of town tryout okay. or mm-hmm. a workshop or something at this nature. But I just saw that that Donald Webber was cast as BB, which he wasn't in the show previously. No. So this is something new that I'm wow. really excited about to see because uh-huh. Donald Glover sings. Um, Webber, I, I, not Glover, but Webber. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did I keep saying? Yes, you did. I, it's fine. I said Donald That's Glover. fine. It's Donald Webber. It's okay. Oh, my gosh. It's okay. That's good black man. That's powerful black right. man. It's it, it just rolled off the tongue. Sure it did. It's okay. Donald Webber Jr. Yes, look at God. Got it. Listen, uh, is an amazing vocalist, an amazing actor. I also saw him in the um, the reading for the Preacher's Wife musical yes. by Thomas Burgess. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was Dudley, which was the Denzel Washington character. And mm-hmm. it was phenomenal. The music in that is also phenomenal. So I'm excited to see what he does with this show. And Lauren Lott of Lauren Lott, this Island and Motown yeah, and I is Cece Winans. Yes, and I mm-hmm. just saw her once on this island this weekend. She's a swing. Yes. Um, and so she was playing um, uh, Andrea. Yes. She was playing Andrea this mm-hmm. weekend. And I was like, look at her. I was like, okay, to have a dark skinned Andrea because, you know, the, the mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. actually still worked, though. But it was beautiful and her voice was beautiful. And yes. I, really, I really enjoyed her. Um, I wish I, And I heard that she's uh, covers for Haley, too. And yeah, she's on um, for Team Moon. Yeah, so I would times. love to see that, too. Um, but I saw Once in Silent again, FYI, you guys. It was actually really good. Of course good. you did. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, you know, I need to hear that score. It's beautiful. And, and Haley comes out, and, and I said, because I wanted to feel the wind, so I said on the other side. Praise God, you felt it. Yes, it blew your weed back. Oh, blew your weed back. Like, sure did. It surely did. Listen, it's 
so I felt that, and I was I was pleasantly surprised that I just you know got a whole different perspective of the show from mm-hmm. the opposite side, mm-hmm. um, and it really is a different show because when I was sitting on the other side, you know, when the screen comes down and they do the ah. shadow work, I only see the bodies that create the shadows. I don't actually see the, the shadow effects. work. Yeah, the effects. So I got mm-hmm. to see that this time, um, and so that was really good. And the music from that is is just touches my heart my life is forever yours Mm -hmm. like it just it gives it gets me and and Haley she has some good technique boy like that that uh uh, I don't even know what to call it the diction that she has come on diction um is something crazy come on like it is wow praise god it sits. Work um, it works. She sits. It sits. But also, um, you've performed in the circle in the circle and square. That was right? where my debut. My debut. Are yes. there? Um, are there like the sound in mm-hmm. there? Mm-hmm. Is it di- is it something different? No. You would think, right? Because I just, and this is not to, you know maybe I don't I don't know. This mm-hmm. is just to me. Oftentimes when I see shows in that particular space. Uh-huh. It's people have a hard time hearing themselves themselves. Okay. And so they waver mm. um, like mm-hmm. they waver in, in pitch. I feel like you can't blame that on the space. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm like, listen, like this is no shame, but it's like, mm, my God, some of the like, my God, speak on it. <laughs> some, some of, I mean, some of it, some of the the chord structures and things, are like mm. you know, when you're trying to do effects, and you know, yeah. you know, they be doing the moaning mm-hmm. in the background, yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh, and they do like the, the, the little riff in the uh-huh. you know in the back, and then they'd be like echoing. It's once yeah, on a yeah, 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 yeah. be like echoing, uh-huh, and be like, uh-huh. and they'd be having like the little rain, uh-huh. little instruments and stuff, and like. Some of them just start going flat, or like oh. they they sit on the outside of the pitch. Oh, praise God! And mm-hmm. or even some of the the chords, like even when some of the people sing together, some mm-hmm. of the vibratos and things don't blend well. And I don't know if that's the space mm. in which that they're singing in. Um, and not saying that it's not beautiful, but yeah, sometimes yeah. it's like it it wavers and that throws me off. Mm-hmm. Like it, when I hear off pitches and stuff, and Listen. you know, theater actors have a, a tendency, especially um, you know, traditional. People that are classically trained in mm-hmm, theater mm-hmm. have a tendency sometimes, especially some black artists, have a tendency sometimes to waver in pitch and and essence in favor of of choices, in favor oh, of acting choices, mm-hmm. and so they that they they're so in and tuned mm. that sometimes the voice doesn't necessarily uh, get it be as grounded as their acting Praise choice. God. The voice Listen, is not as grounded. We all no. have our days and our moments. I'm not going to act like right. I'm you know and, and you know that's, right. that's what I'm saying because I'm not. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? Yes. None, none of us are. None yes. of us are. So I'm not saying that. I'm Praise not looking God. for perfect pitch, but Praise I just God. wondered if in the the space that 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 can. Effect, Because, see, you know, when I did my show over there, all I had to do was stand and sing. They got goats and chickens and bears and mice right. and geese, and they in the <laughs> sand and in the desert and in the sky and on, under the trees. So it could be that it is hard to hear over there. I'm not going to take that away from people. I, I'm, I'm, and I'm not saying mm-hmm. that, that it, the show is better, that they're off pitch. Or yeah. I'm just saying that the, I've noticed that, you know, it and that's with be. any show that I've gone to see. And that sound, some people... For, 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 well, most people don't understand. It's on Broadway. Like, sound is always a thing. Like, you are yeah. always struggling. You, It's not... Like you're doing a concert and you're standing at a mic and when you look down there is a monitor that is right. Getting, like when I was doing Shuffle Along, I had to sing behind a scrim. So first of all, there is a Ooh, sheet. I'm in the parts. dark and there was a scrim in front of me, so I cannot hear what is going on 
anywhere. Like, there is no monitor pointing at me for me to be able to hear myself. And that's when you have to tap into the ancestors and just trust. Because there's literally nothing they can do. And a lot of times, designers for set don't want to mess up what they've created, like their vision for a monitor. Like, Mm -hmm. they're like, I don't want to put a monitor on stage because there's not a monitor in this time and period or in Mm -hmm. my vision that I've created. Mm -hmm. I don't want a monitor. And it's like, but it's a musical and I need to hear myself. So a lot of times, 50% of the times when you see musicals, those artists cannot hear themselves. Wow. They can't hear the person next to them. They can hardly hear the keyboard. Yeah. So it's very See, that's what I mean. That's what I'm like. That's it's what I'm real. like wondering. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah. They probably can't hear nothing. That's crazy. Yes, to me. I can't tell you the number of times I've been on stage and just been like, "Oh well, here we go." Tapping into the ancestors. Just literally, or muscle memory. Like I know what this mm-hmm. feels like if I sing it correctly. Right. But you can't hear shit. I guarantee wow. you, you can't hear. Man, that's, that's so crazy. crazy to me. That is crazy. I mean, in crazy. Hamilton, I remember any time all of us were singing together, it was just a free-for-all. It was literally <laughs> cross your fingers and pray because that we rotating. We're on right, turntables. Exactly. You tur- you're at different par- parts on the stage where there are no monitors. You're facing up stage. Uh, you right. can't see nobody. Yeah, that thing is hard. So shouts out to everybody over there because I know y'all going through it. Yeah. Wow, and that's a testament to craft and the it really is. And to discipline. It really is. And to just really knowing you and your voice. Yeah. And, yeah. Work it. and what you're capable amazed. of. Right. I'm amazed. It's kind of by ridiculous. That. Yeah, it is ridiculous. Oh, yeah. And that's what I just I just, you know, I I appreciate it, but I also thought like maybe it's something in Circle in the Square. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it's like something with monitors or, mm-hmm. or the new age of how, you know, theaters are run yeah. or how, you know, musicals are built. Yeah. Um, but I just thought about that because I'm like, normally this person or this and this person that I know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. would not do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Then that's when you can definitely blame right, like, space. Yeah. That's you what know. I that's what I was thinking. Like mm-hmm. they yeah. they wouldn't do that. Yeah. So yeah. So wow. I just wondered what that was about. But um yeah, so we got some uh hot topics. Excuse me, you gonna sing this shit? <laughs> you gonna let him do that? Listen, Dina, I don't need you singing my shit. Turn the wigs around. <laughs> Hi, topics. There you go. I know that's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Ooh. Ooh. That's- <laughs> <laughs> I love y'all so oh decent. My God, that mercy. Kill so me. uh shout out to um Anissa Folds. Yeah. Who sent me uh the update on the Edward Regario situation. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, girl. I was like you know, because we talked about it last week. I'm like, mm-hmm. um, she said, maybe he doesn't know because it came out just maybe like. And let a the people of days know who after. this is. Mm-hmm. Um, wait, who who is Edward? Oh, okay. Edward Regario is the guy that we've been talking about in the past couple of weeks, and we're gonna keep talking about him until come on. Um, the stagehands union mm-hmm. uh, has a statement about you know what else is going on, be- mm-hmm. what what their uh, response is going to be, because now the um, the police have charged him with a hate crime. So he's been charged with a hate crime, and so I don't know what's going to happen from here, but. He's he's been charged, so that's that's a step in the right direction. Yes. But I wonder if um, you know the the union is going to you know pick this up or say anything else about this, like because, an official statement being yeah. put out there or what? Um, is, is he still working at a theater right now? Well, I think God. he's still doing load-ins and things. So I mean, he's got to mm. be still working in mm. some form or fashion. Um, but the DA said the bigotry and hate uh, hatred that the defendant is accused of manifesting and acting upon have no place in a civilized society. Co- hello, uh, especially in Queens County, the most culturally diver- culturally diverse county in the nation. Wow, I didn't know um, that. Was, listen, 
Long Island yeah. uh, got all sorts of people and, and things. And but, things. Yeah. <laughs> so I didn't know that. He also, yeah. said, he also said no one should be subjected to the vile words and intimidating actions the defendant is accused of tormenting the victim with. Crimes of hate will never be tolerated here, and when they do regrettably occur, those responsible will be brought to justice. Mm. So we're looking at some justice uh, for our homegirl that got cussed out by Edward Regario. Um But this isn't enough. This is not enough. Right. This is not enough. People get charged right. every day. What's because really he said, him? shut the fuck up, you fucking loud mouth monkey motherfucker. He screamed at her. Like, woo. <laughs> like, I can't. Um, yeah, so, but just let you know that that is an update on that story. Thank you so much, Anissa, for sending me that because I had not heard about that until you had sent that to me. So I appreciate you um, doing that. Uh, also... Some other things that are happening. Um, oh, Amber, you sent this. Jennifer Holiday will headline Thoroughly Modern Millie in Scottsdale. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, she's actually not, she's not going to be Millie. Well, <laughs> you not, you lying? Wait, is it? <laughs> she's not going <laughs> because that's what I the one said headline. Right? Like, oh. I just assumed. Let's <laughs> no, see. She's not going to be Millie. We know that. Well, she's according probably, to she's that, she's probably going to be. Uh, Was it Von Tussle, whatever the lady name is that Shirley Ralph created? Oh, how she go? She's going to be the role. That, Let us know. Come on and do the role that Shirley Ralph created. Yeah, that's probably what it is going to be. I just wanted to say that it was me. <laughs> I just wanted to start some shit. But Listen. no, I don't think she's going to be. <laughs> no, she can't be. She can't be. It just says that she will, she will play Muzzy Van Hosmer. Yeah, okay. So you she's their it. headliner yes. because she's the most famous person in the show. Gotcha. She, she definitely. I'm like, okay uh, now, Jennifer. Listen. Like, we we was already really pushing it with with Color Purple. Right. With, with you being should. Listen. Oh, remember you went in for, can we say that? Yeah, oh yeah. Okay. So when it's when it's all when it's over. You're like, wait, 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 hold on. Chris, Listen. bleep, bleep, bleep. <laughs> Amber, Amber was supposed to be Suge Avery. I don't think I, I was supposed to. Come Listen. on now. You were supposed Come to. Come on now. And many times I've heard about this audition. Come on. All we just ran into fever. somebody that okay. was one Giving of the all this chocolate. Fever. Like, okay, we ran yeah, into somebody now. that was the um, who were they? That were the, one of the uh, line readers on the Probably. audition. Probably okay. Yeah, okay. and he was saying that you did that thing. Well, thank you. Yes, I did. I walked. And this was over a year ago. Oh, this oh, was a year a and a half ago. Long time ago. Ooh. I walked. I remember going in, singing my throat loose, walking out, and seeing Jennifer Holiday in the bathroom. And I said, Oh well, guess I didn't book that one. I was like, Yeah, it was me and a couple other actresses. We solved Jennifer Howard. We were like, oh, okay. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. They're wasting our time. Okay, that's fine. But no, I mean, I had a good time. That was a role that, I mean, would have been really awesome. Like, would have been fun. Yeah, but, I want to see you push yeah. that button. Oh, thank you. I, I pushed the live. hell out of it. I, and I, I, I did. did. My show did. Yes, I did. I we need a little live. sample. No, I'm okay. I'm okay. <laughs> 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 yeah, man. I remember that. Short change. I mean, so many. I should write a book about all the ones that you don't get, that you, she went in for and got real excited about yeah. oh yeah write that documentary about it I know it. You, sh- you really should you got a little you got some videos or something somebody got some videos yeah, or something probably. they probably sent in and, and things that they were in rehearsal for like I I had booked um, after midnight to be they needed somebody to be like the singer to fill in between mm-hmm. um, celebrities mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. I had that and got my oh yes we are so excited and then oh actually we're closing never mind like there's so many mm-hmm. things that almost happened didn't happen might have happened but you know it's all Lord. right. I'm good. I'm still here. Praise God. Amen. Like well, I feel that. Speaking of Elsa, who was still here, Lilius White, yeah, is still rocking and doing things, and I she's a star that. in a Norman Rockwell musical called Perfect <laughs> Picture. 
Randy Skinner will direct and choreograph the musical about the artist whose illustrations framed an era in American culture. What I'm you laughing just at? Love- I'm, I'm laughing at your segue. <laughs> <laughs> you know Speaking I get a good... about who's still here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, is that really going to be your segue? Yeah, yeah. She is still alive and kicking. She's oh, also in a new musical with Andre DeShields. Yeah, she's halftime. Halftime. Oh, Lord Jesus. So I'm saying, like, that's, you know. I hate you, yeah. That's relevant. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I believe you. I can't stand you. I, and yeah. I can't stand you. <laughs> <laughs> but that was a good segue, that though. That was a good segue. Yes. I got to shout that one out. I'm excited that Lily is White is still working. Mm-hmm. Like, yes. That she's still out here giving us all that she's got. And yeah. she's got so much and to give. And she has so much to give. Oh, Thank God. you so much. That's like, amazing. please. Like I just, uh, I just, Lilius, can we? We need her on the show too. Ooh, I, I would love I that. keep claiming all these people that's gonna be on the oh, show. Oh, we can get Lilius. We need Lilius up we in here. We need Lilius sure up don't. in here. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, speaking of which, Diane's not gonna be here for three weeks. Uh, tell so, the people that you had to because, remind me. Well, yeah, because I need the people to know so that they you don't be looking at me crazy. They can shade your ass right. on Instagram. <laughs> right, so they can get to you. They don't, come, don't come to me. Go straight to Don. But it's for good reason. Don't cry. Right, I'll be on the show. I won't be here for three weeks. Uh, work with sugar. <clears throat> um, we're getting into previews and tech and all of the stuff that is intense. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't love y'all enough to, oh, to make oh, that. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Don't say that because I was really trying to figure out a make to a way to make it work. That's so I can still be here. So don't listen to Drew. <laughs> don't come at my we were just talking about social medias. Don't come at me on don't, social media. Don't at me niggas. Because don't I will quickly pull a Joshua Boone and get off social media. <laughs> If y'all gonna come at me like that, so don't do that. Don't do it. He said I will quickly get he off. He's gonna be a tortoise at the house. <laughs> okay. Just two tortoises. Make a potato <laughs> salad. Um, I don't, uh, listen, Diane's already run, won the race. So I don't think he ever even needs This episode gonna be called Tortoises and Tater Salad. <laughs> Either that or I was thinking on this one Either that or bleep <laughs> Y'all love to name the episode In the middle of the episode <laughs> Because we get some good ones oh. We get some gems Yes we do have some gems We get some gems But yes, yes Three God. weeks uh, I won't be here um, I'm going to miss y'all so much. I know the episodes are going to be popping. It's going to mm-hmm. be amazing. Um, we well, he's got some, some good people some lined up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's got some good people lined up for Good ass, dope ass yeah. people. That's good. Um, so, yeah. I'm excited. Praise so God. It should be So, what else? Oh, I wanted to talk about the Alvin Ailey dancers. Please. Tell the people what And I am just, like, sort of outdone. The Alvin Ailey dancers are fighting for fair wages. Like... Does, that just even sounds I know, crazy. Yeah. I know. <laughs> that the Alvin Ailey American Dance Theater, the dancers are fighting to just be paid fairly. They, their contracts and, and the way that they're paid um, doesn't match other programs that are in the same uh, financial situation. Yes. That have the same sort of budget as they do mm-hmm. uh, yes. on a, such a large scale. They get paid around 30% less than those dancers and they're more worked. Um, according mm-hmm. to uh, all the things that are happening, and so there's a negotiation update, and they are uh, in talks of trying to get just get fair wages. Um, and I thought that Which, revelations alone should have well, got you and reparations. Uh, Listen, <laughs> just uh, you should have all the things, all of the things, because Ailey dancers 
bring something no other dance company like you can't even think of any other yeah. dance company You're right. major dance company that you like oh my gosh I have to see them besides what American Ballet Theater, Theater uh-huh. like that's the only other company that you can think of and that's not even black owned well so you know the only person we go in there to see is Misty Copeland come on I can't even name no other dancers at American Ballet <laughs> not I said the cat <laughs> and like just for me to put it into <laughs> I can't like some moments I'm trying to have a serious moment <laughs> and she just come in it's, it is Amber's fault then this is what happened because people now send me clips oh! of the beginning of the episodes and people be like it's 10 seconds in the episode and Amber is <laughs> just going, everywhere like, Amber is going like and they just be sitting there with their face looking like oh my god like, Amber <laughs> is we gonna start this episode like, what, is, what is this episode <laughs> I will say though I will say last week episode when I was listening to it for the first time I would got my entire life I was laughing I was like wait why am I laughing like I wasn't even a part of this episode I'm laughing at my own shit I'm funny You are so funny, but oh, yes, yeah, so this is really sad, y'all. Like, I, I, I am. It is sad. Though. I know a lot of these dancers personally, and I didn't know that this was something that they were, you know, fighting yeah. against. But I see them all the time, mm-hmm. you know, creating their own content, creating mm-hmm. their own work, and, and creating their own narratives and their own they image have to. beyond uh, Ailey. You know, yeah. so a lot of them are very fashion focused and fashion forward, and mm-hmm. doing their own dance projects mm-hmm. and things on tour, mm-hmm. and um, they just do a lot. And 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 to see that they're not being compensate especially when that work is so hard on their bodies yes, yeah uh, and that you is can only do it for such so a ma- yeah, short amount, amount of time so why are we cheating our own That's we have crazy. to stop doing that we have to stop mm. cheating our own because we're never going to get anywhere yes doing that um and that's just sort of sad to me man like ah, yeah. so yeah. Shout like, out to- i literally had to put mm. it into perspective for myself because now i'm thinking back when we were just talking about uh like musicals and like what those like you artists have to do mm-hmm. and like being able like to hear yourself sometimes mm-hmm. not being able to hear the other individuals mm-hmm. and putting in all this extra work and so now just imagine that in terms of these dancers mm-hmm. the, the the amount of work that they put on their bodies yes, and not God. being paid equally yes God. for that that's insane it is insane it's that's unfair insane. and it's insane it's insane i can't believe it Lord, Father, God. Well, we're two weeks away from the Tony Awards. Yes, are we are. excited? Are we excited? Yeah. yeah, I know it's two weeks, right? Wow. It I can't believe it. I still don't know what I'm wearing. Praise the Lord. I know what Philip wearing. I don't even know what I'm wearing. Get yourself together. <laughs> I'm styling Philip Boykin for mm. the thread carpet. I'm so excited about that. I know uh, he's going to look fly. Oh, he's going to be good. I'm excited about it. We do a fitting this week, too. So yes. I'm through. I'm geeked about it. Um, I also started work on this new musical I told you guys about, Emoji Land. No, you didn't oh, tell yes. us. When did you oh, start? No, you, I'm the, you were... I was gone. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, tell I'm, me about I'm it. the press agent on a new music called Emoji Land. It's going to be Word. at the New York uh, Musical Festival. I've heard mm-hmm. about Emoji Land. Um, it's going to be at Nymph. Yeah, I'm really, really excited about it. And, and it's a really great show, so make sure you check that out. Um, we've got some really great things in store, so I'm excited That's about amazing. that. That's amazing. Yeah. How yeah, do you, boo? Styling, profiling, Literally. <laughs> Literally. Doing okay, all, all of it. Get all the checks. All of it. Uh, our Tony Awards viewing party. Yes. Um, if you're on our mailing list, you will mm. receive a special invitation to That's morning. cute. Uh, That's cute. You have to be on our mailing list for the Y'all invitation. Y'all better go on that mailing list. Stop playing. Um, and all proceeds will be going to our new nonprofit. Which Get your gowns. Get your gowns, people. Um, so we're really excited. It's a really small, intimate. I told you I didn't want to do anything big this year. It's, it's, true. it's a small, intimate dinner. It's a three-course meal at a Come plant-based on. restaurant. Y'all got uh, crab and lobster. Who you? Who eating? What we eating? It's it's a plant based restaurant, so it's no. Okay. It's, there's everything oh, is plant what that based, mean? and so. But I listen when I tell we you the coleslaw. What that mean? No, it, <laughs> plant based. What the hell? Niggas 
don't want no plant based on Sunday night. <laughs> when I tell what you, the hell is that? When I tell you that I had a a vegan burger, a veggie burger, okay, and I had these wonderful mushrooms mm-hmm. and uh, like honey glazed mushrooms. And I'm not impressed. What are you saying? It's too bougie for me. Okay. Listen, okay. when I tell is you. Is it biscuits, biscuits, plant based? I thought I was going to have to leave and get real meat. I did not. It's it chicken and waffles filling. plant based. It, I, I'm concerned. So wait. We're going to talk about this. So we're gonna talk, it is a three course meal. And it's all, all plant plant-based. based. All plant based. So for dessert, we have an asparagus. When I tell you that it <laughs> is so... We have an asparagus. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? We have an asparagus. What? <laughs> With a drizzle of water. <laughs> I told y'all that I am now letting my business work for me and not uh-huh. for it. Okay, so what and happened? so I'm on a healthy lifestyle, living. I'm uh-huh. healthy living. Come and through. so I do still eat meat, yes. but I know that there are people that are, are beyond me in uh-huh. that lifestyle and so that they eat you know, vegetarian, they eat clean mm. or they're vegan. And so I want to be able to have food options for them. But this is gotcha. also not to deter meat eaters because right. I'm a meat eater. Praise mm-hmm. God. I'm, ribs and chicken are not going anywhere Ha-ha. in my Sha-ja. life. <laughs> and so when I tell you that the food is good, <laughs> okay, I would not lie to you. You wouldn't. I would, okay. I, I, and I have been talking about this restaurant. I actually would go back just to go and dine. But just, just in case, wow. I just want to tell the people to eat before they come. Just in case. No. Just, I'm telling you, you are not going to need to. Okay. Don't, Don't listen before. to her. Don't listen to Amber. Don't listen Pack to Amber. Pack some pretzels in your bag. Just keep a, a cliff bar in your clutch. Just in case. So I'm excited about it. You're not even going to be here, are you? I know. Talking shit. Talking right. all the shade. Tell them to pack the stage. Are you going to be here? I don't think I'll be here. Are you going to be in rehearsal? It's Wait, June the 10th. But it's a Sunday. Yeah. They don't no. take no Sundays off. What you got to do? You got a show that day? Yeah, because we... Now I'm trying to think because previews start the 5th. Mm. Yeah. That's so you got a show on the they Sunday? They got a show. Damn. At like 2.30 yeah. or something, don't you? Or is it a night show? I think it's... I, I think it's a 7.30 show. Ooh, that's right when the war is supposed to start. No, I'm going to double check. Mm-hmm. I'm going to double check. Okay. <laughs> okay. We're going to check. He gonna, Let me know. He's going to miss out on the carrot soup Right. The carrot right. soup you know what? <laughs> And that's very I'm trying to tell y'all, the food is bomb. It's no, fun. I believe you. I know it I is. I believe you. Like, when I tell you, like, oh, God, I can't wait to even have it. All right, now, yet. Drew. I'm serious. <laughs> <laughs> A real moment. Oh, oh y'all know I'm back on it. Y'all I'm so excited <laughs> to eat Look, this broccoli I, casserole. I, I closed my eyes for a second, too, thinking about it. That's why I'm like, <laughs> like, ooh. Nigga, if you don't relax, mm. cabbage ain't that good. Nigga, you getting too excited. <laughs> I'm telling you, that shit was bomb as hell. <laughs> I ain't never thought a fried artichoke could get me right together. <laughs> but it did. I ain't never even hear a fried artichoke. Shoes, when okay. I tell you. Okay. Um, but Great yeah. Fun. That's gonna Ooh. be a good party. That's it's gonna, gonna be, be oh yeah, it's gonna be good. It's gonna be fun. Okay. Like I'm excited. I want to tell you who the host is, but I haven't really confirmed that yet. What they name rhyme with? I ain't saying it. What what it rhyme? Because if it don't come through, I'm gonna be mad. Okay, praise okay. God. Tell me. Like. Um, but yeah, so we do have you know we do special music and stuff mm-hmm. in between mm-hmm. commercial breaks. Mm-hmm. We sing and we gather. And yes, gathering. So yeah, it's gonna be a good time. I'm excited. I got a special cocktail working yes. with uh, Pompet Wine and Spirits. Um, this black owned wine shop Ooh. in Harlem on mm. one thirty. First Street, yeah, one thirty first in Lenox. So make sure you check out my friend Moselle. 
at uh, Pompet Wine Shop. And hey, so he's going to be helping us with that. And yeah, so I'm excited. It's going to be a good couple of weeks. Yeah. He said it's going to be a nice, intimate dinner. Yeah, it's right. a nice, intimate dinner. We watch the show. Sometimes those are the best. Like, yeah, nice piano yeah. player. Come on. Um, I'm, I have um, a black violinist coming. Mm-hmm. And, Come and, on, class and grace well, and you, style. You know how I am. I, I like mm-hmm. I like to dine. I like fine dining. And yes. I like good food. Mm-hmm. And I like good atmosphere and good energy. So if mm-hmm. you don't have a good energy and you sign up to, to pay for a ticket. You're going to have to stay at this, home and eat your chicken. I will gladly decline your mm-hmm. gladly decline your money if you don't have good energy. That's good. So, yeah. So we will have a good time. Come through. Um, what else is happening over the next couple of weeks? Since you're gonna be gone, you're gonna be just doing your show. Yeah. Ain't, ain't nothing else hopping and popping? Wait, what? Popping. <laughs> no. Like literally I y'all, I feel like I have been in a haze. You probably for, have boo. like the past few weeks. Um, now where did you find that big old magical tree you was underneath? What you talking about? You was in the pictures with Sahih. Oh, child. So we did uh we did some promo earlier this week. Um mm. and one of the actors uh, Sheldon Best. Uh, one oh, morning when he was off, uh, he went running in Prospect Park, and he noticed this tree. This tree was amazing. It, mm. it, it I don't know how high it went up, uh, but like the sides just like draped down, and you could actually walk inside the tree. Oh wow! Yeah, so you were just like covered completely by like just this tree. Oh, that's beautiful. Um, and so. We were doing promos, and they wanted to do promos uh, in Central Park. We were like, no, we have to go to Prospect Park. Uh. Um, so that's where we were, uh, doing some promos for the show. Um, yeah, and it just, it, 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 it fueled me and just, like, got me up so much more in terms of my excitement. Because now, oh, just good. thinking about, like, what the tree will look like. And shout out again to Michael Kilgore, who's voicing the tree. So just seeing this big-ass tree mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. hearing this big-ass voice, child. That's what's up. And speaking of Michael Hilgore, he's going to be do, doing uh, one of my favorite musicals, yeah. Songs for a New World. Oh, yeah. And of course, it's, that, and that's my perfect sister is Saleya Pfeiffer. Yes. Yeah. There's going to be some. They're about to sing. Yeah. Yes, they're about to sing down. Do I it, can't people. wait. Encores, don't don't play with me on my tickets this this time. Come also, on. you know what's going up? Don't bother me. I can't cope. Savion Glover is directing yes. it with my girl um, Allie. I'm not in that. I'm mm. t- I would tell you if I was in it. Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Savion is directing it. A lot of our Shuffle Along fam is in the show. I think they're still announcing some of the casting. Oh, and speaking of uh, another show uh, happening, uh, Signature Theater in DC, the uh, uh, Scottsboro Boys. Oh, oh I yes, saw it sure that. is going up. Yeah, so make that. sure y'all go check yeah, that out too. Like, you in the DC long area. Run from like May to. August or something. I'm all about that. I'm about to go down there and see it. I need to go see my boys. That's how. Yeah, so that'd be good. Black people doing things. Yeah, as it should be. Hello. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, we gonna move right along. We got any more hot topics? Hot topics. Mm-hmm. That's I Do guess it? that's the closing of the hot topic. So that means we transitioning. I had, to, I had to make sure he didn't sing it before I did. Bastards, <laughs> <laughs> light skins. That's are they always trying to curse the Christopher Columbus show shit? <laughs> you know that's my shit. Light skin, whatever. <laughs> oh, Merle Dandridge is coming back to Once on This Island. Is that how you say her name? Merle, Merle. Dandridge from mm-hmm. um, from Greenleaf. Yeah. Now t- I like Tamira Gray. I, I didn't. I only saw uh, my boo Roderick, so I don't. I have mm. no other papagays in my brain. But there's Tamira. Yeah, Merle. Tamira. I like Tamira. She's doing really good in the show. I like her. I seen it this weekend. I wanted to say that, but yeah, I like her in the show. I do want to go back again and see Mer. I just just to see. Why not? Yeah, I like it's Merle. It's only ninety minutes. It's quick. Right. It is quick. It's it's good too. It's just it's just a good show all the way around. Yeah, I was like deciding what I was going to take because my my friend from college is in town this weekend, so that's why we went to go see it. And I was deciding between that and something else that I hadn't seen. I was thinking like, well, what would I go and see? But I was mm-hmm. like, no, 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 they haven't seen it. This I'll is go again. This is what I'll go. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So yeah, so we're gonna move right along. We got questions. We do have questions. Now before we, before oh, we yeah, go back, somebody, oh, somebody let you have he, it. Well, he ain't let me. He he, he nicely told me <laughs> like he in a strongly worded email. <laughs> That's what it gave. It was strongly like, worded email. Can I speak to your manager, <laughs> <laughs> Susan? <laughs> he said, um, he said, hey, it's Evan Mutant. Uh, he said, uh, I've missed it. I might have missed it, but I'm pretty sure my question wasn't read on last week's podcast, like y'all said on this week. Ooh. It wasn't a part of the question segment, so was it another part of last week's episode? Oh, or Evan, said, you tried it. <laughs> I said, I'm so sorry. We'll make sure we, we'll read it this he week. He said, who you finna to try? I swear it ain't me. Who bitch it ain't me? Caps, caps, caps. Oh, my God. And that dude that, that made that video go uh-huh. viral, he was, I actually seen him as Jimmy Early in Dreamgirls. Shut up. With Angela Burchett. Of course, they singing. And and uh, that was in, what, Seattle, I believe? Wow. Um, and when he, when he told me that that was him, I said, oh, my goodness, it's such a small world. That makes mm-hmm. sense. But um, shout out to him. I can't think of his name at the moment. And that makes me so angry That's because okay. he's such a nice guy. We'll find it before the um, episode. Let me see. Okay. Let me get this email out. Well, let's read ready. this question before okay. he can send his uh, Another the email. We're going to see some thugs come down. Ooh, ooh. He's going to walk into the studio. Listen. Oh, my goodness. Y'all not going to okay. get us today. Mm-mm. We will answer all the questions. Praise the Lord. Do I got it? Let me make sure I got it. You better have it. Listen. <laughs> Please don't tell me. Oh, my God, Drew. I know. I know. Don't listen. This is not my fault. Oh, my God. Am I in the right, I mean, in the right email inbox? Chris, bleep this whole part. <laughs> okay, I found it. Praise God, praise God. Here we go. Hey there, I'm a longtime listener of the podcast, and I love the show. I was wondering, as a rising senior about to graduate undergrad, how do actors, playwrights, content creators make money while not in a show or their work is being produced? Thank you, Evan Mutant. That's so funny. Can I tie I that really in with these? I like we answered that one, but he's saying we did No, and I have two others from this week that tie into it, so we're going to answer all the same. Okay, in fact, I'm going to read them all together. Okay. Uh, this is from George Car- Carver McGriff. I got a question for everybody. As black performers and artists in this business, there are less opportunities for us all around, both on and off stage. Because of this, some people may be forced to take jobs that may not fulfill the artistic soul. Do you believe that sometimes in your journey, especially in the beginning, taking those jobs strictly for the money is wiser in the long run or is feeding the artist more important? Is figurative feeding more important than physical feeding? Mm. So for us, should we take the jobs short term, long term in the beginning of your career when you just need money? What kind of jobs? Everything about survival jobs as artists. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So... I think it's different just depending on, I mean, depending on what area you're trying to pursue. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, me as a content creator, um, and I've done shows before, but I'm not pursuing that track of being a performer. So I was able to take a, you know, serving job mm-hmm. and, and that work out for me in some <clears throat> aspects. Um, I no longer have the temperament to be a server or a bartender anymore. Yes. Um, but I did do that in order to make ends meet. Mm-hmm. Uh, now I do a lot more uh, freelance work. Just mm-hmm. m- just pretty much anything and everything that I have an interest in, I can sort of cultivate a plan to make it happen and me to, you know, I can get a job. I can get a job. Yes. Um, so you just have to find creative ways and things that feed you personally. Um, and, and when you don't have it like that and you're just, you know, trying to make ends meet, you got to get those, you know, nine to five jobs. You got to get those temp agency jobs. You got to get um, anything that's going to allow you the freedom to chase your dream. Yes. I'll say <clears throat> a couple things. 
Yes, my mother used to tell me a long time ago, even Meryl Streep don't work 365 days of the year. Like, for me right now, I'm in a lab. When the lab ends, we know we are going to Broadway at a certain point. But there will be a number of months Mm -hmm. between lab and show. And do you sit home on your couch all day and watch TV and eat ice cream? There still has to be something that you do that can generate income for yourself. And I like to call it not having like a plan B, but having like an A plus plan. It's Mm, what you do um, that can coincide with your work. I don't think you should ever sign up for something that is not flexible and does not allow you to go and audition. Don't ever do anything where your boss is going to look at you sideways because that's not what you're here for. If if being an artist and acting and performing, whatever writing is your thing, you have to have a job that understands that my art is first and that waiting these tables or uh, mixing these drinks comes second and third and fourth. So first First of all, you have to figure out what kind of job is best and tap into skills that you already possess. Like when we were in, in college, there were people who braided hair. There were right. people who, you know, would design people's like dorm rooms and stuff. Like if you have skills that you do very well now, turn that into your business. Um, my friend Galen, shout out to Galen Williams, who has a shout side out. business, uh, Broadway braids. He braids hair. Mm-hmm. He makes G's throat coats that are scarves, right. things that allow him to make money, but also I show like we up. we did talk about this. We might I have. like we did. Even if we didn't, we still gonna tell the people. Okay. I'm just saying, but I feel like deja vu at the moment. It might be it deja. Really it might be deja vu, but we are gonna do it for you, Ethan. And I hope it's not deja vu because then we are gonna come find you. His name is Evan. Evan, sorry, Ethan. Ah. Evan. Dear Evan Hansen, I don't want Evan. another email. <laughs> don't have us get another email. <laughs> no, Evan, you can so, email us anytime. Evan, please like. email us anytime. Yes. So find your plan A plus, but then also a lot of actors be doing this thing that drives me crazy. It's like I want to work in theater, so I'm gonna go and start. Like I want to be an actor. So I'm going to go to this theater and work in the props department because that's my way in. That is not smart. Mm. If you start working in props, they're going to be like, oh, Kisha, you real good you at props. You're so good at props. And you're yeah. going to be like, I want to audition for the spring show. No. They're like, but we don't have a props person, so could you just, just stay, stay for three prop- more shows till we get us a prop person? <laughs> then 12 years later, you props manager, you never did the show. Stop trying to get in the theater as an actor by going in through box office. That You're not going to meet no casting directors mm. in the box office. Mm. You know who... You know, that is walking in your purpose. Listen. Mm -hmm. Someone that that, um, has taken the lead on that and sort of just standed their ground and said, this is who I am. Mm -hmm. This is who I want to be seen as. This is who you're going to cast me as, and I'm not going to accept anything less. It's Ariana DeBose. Mm -hmm. She released an article basically saying that she is a leading lady Mm -hmm. and that she is no longer going to be taking any type of uh, ensemble mm-hmm. dancer roles. Mm-hmm. She has stuck to that, and now she is nominated for supporting actress <laughs> as a supporting actress um, in a musical for Donna. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Donna, the Donna Summer musical, mm-hmm. and I think that is so admirable. Um, that is admirable. It is like I sticking to your guns, sticking to your sticking guns, and saying this is guns. who I am. Yeah, and I'm not going to allow you to to uh to put me in put any, box. any other box other mm-hmm. than that sometimes you have to have that level of self-confidence you have to, say, to have that confidence right this is what i want no matter what anybody less. else may think about that but no matter what anybody else though, mm-hmm. right, that it is a journey because i'm sure yes. it was a journey from making that statement yes. to then being nominated ariana it has been hustling just, for exactly years. It wasn't a you can't show it's up at your first gig talk about listen she's one of those people that has cultivated an image for herself that has worked in her favor she has cultivated an image 
that may not be based in reality all of the time, but it is definitely something that has made people take focus and notice her for what she's bringing to the table at that time. Y'all, I, I did that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you! <laughs> Amen. Okay. Um, but that is just, I, I think that's just admirable. Yes. I think yeah. that is, that is, that's what you have to do. You have to have that. Nobody else is going to believe in, in you harder than you. Listen, mm-hmm. Ooh, that's you it. Said that. Nobody else is going to believe in you truth. harder than you. That's and it. nobody's going to fight for your that's journey harder than you. Like, I've had to really learn that. Like, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. I had to realize that Broadway Black is my journey. Yeah. Mm. That nobody's going to fight for it yeah. harder than me. And yeah. so I have to make sure that I cultivate that image in that space to be what it is that I want it to be. Yes. And make sure that I stand Listen, with that and to, move with to that. To speak to those questions, you know, Leslie Odom Jr. told me a long time ago, just because it feeds you doesn't mean it's feeding you. Mm. And mm. that's like you have. I Listen, only you have your bills. I don't know what bills you got. You got student loans. Like, that's that's the real, real deal part of life that nobody really prepares artists for. Nobody talks to us about how to live in the world as just regular citizens who got bills yeah. and things to do. So I can't tell you what makes sense long term, short term. You just have to be honest with yourself. You have to do what makes sense. Like, I know every around this table, I'm sure we have three completely different experiences. I went to college. I had a full ride. So I graduated with not a single student student loan with no debt at Look all. At God. Shout out. Which, which I allow me to move through the world differently than right. other people who mm-hmm. are supporting their grandmama back home, mm-hmm. sending money home every week, you don't who know got brothers and sisters. Like yeah. everybody has something different. So I'm never gonna sit up here and tell you only do the art and you know it's about creating. No, no, right. no. You got only you going home at night with your bills and your burdens right. on your mm-hmm. chest. I can't help you with none of that. I see so many people like on Facebook asking, uh, should I go to grad school? Should I do this? Don't ask Ask Facebook that because not a single person on Facebook is going to help you pay a single one of them Hello? bills. And not a single person is you. Listen, right. you know listen, what you need. You have to sit down and say, this is where I am today. This is what I can mm-hmm. afford. This is what I can't. I love theater, but if I'm not making money, if I cannot support myself right now, I might have to take this little side gig, but I know that it is temporary mm-hmm. and I am moving through spaces so that in six months or a year, I can quit this job and do what I want full time. Like, don't ever lose sight of that. Because when you get a check every Thursday, that starts feeling real good. And don't mm-hmm. nobody yeah. want to leave a consistent, stable That's check truth, to though. go out and be in this world struggling. So you have to you have to sit down with yourself, with your thoughts, with your bank account, with your bills, and figure out what makes sense for you, where you are. That's the truth. And let me tell me, uh, Amber, if this is also uh, the case uh, as uh, uh, actress. So thinking about before getting to where I'm at right now mm-hmm. and taking the jobs that like I had to take beforehand of uh, like working in restaurants mm-hmm. and like doing all of these things like working in like offices all of these yes. things that didn't align with my purpose uh-huh. but knowing that I had to take it so that I could be able to pay a bill yes um like I I, I still found ways to keep my craft and to keep my art going so for example if i'm working in a restaurant and i hear conversations Mm -hmm. just listening to the way people talk and how that can influence like my plays and how i write hearing arguments yes and say oh that's conflict that i would want to have so still doing all of this other shit that i know i'm not going to do in the long haul but still being able to find a way into it through my craft and having a few me like were there moments for you as as a actress like taking other jobs or, or like doing other things but still being able to find your way into it through art to have a few you or was is do you think it was different? I 
think what you were saying is absolutely correct. I also I remember when I first graduated from Howard, I went back to Atlanta and smaller cities have very specific like seasons, Mm -hmm. like everything is done by June and September is when everything is happening. Mm -hmm. I had moved back July 4th. Everything had already been booked. Mm. And a friend asked me if I wanted to be an assistant stage manager on a show that Jasmine Guy was directing. Jasmine had just moved back to Atlanta. Mm -hmm. She was the hottest thing in town. And I was so like, how dare you ask? I am a, I have a BFA in theater. I'm an actor. How Mm -hmm. dare you ask me to be an ASM? Like that is so beneath me, just being young Mm -hmm. and dumb. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. But I took the, after I like had a moment with myself, I was like, there's nothing else for you to do right now. Mm. This is an opportunity to be in a room and watch other artists and learn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I went to, to work every day and my job was literally, I, I would pick Jasmine's daughter up from school and take her to Chick-fil-A. I would come and play like the tape recorder. I was doing whatever people needed me doing. I was getting Starbucks and it was a humbling experience for me. Fast forward to a couple months later, the show was going on the road. And Jasmine called me and was like, it was color, it was for color girls. Mm-hmm. And Jasmine called me and she was like, oh, just make sure you check your mail because I'm sending you a script for Lady in Orange. And mm-hmm. I was like, what? And she was like, oh, yeah, I knew who you were when you walked into that room. She said, you sat next to me every day and you would hum under your breath. Or mm-hmm. it was the way you approached work that I gave you. She was like, I knew you were an actor. Mm-hmm. I knew that this was not what you do all the time. She said, I ain't even seen you, but I know from the energy that mm-hmm. you brought into the room. Mm-hmm. And I know how you, something as simple as these 17 orders from Starbucks, the Decision mm-hmm. and the way you attacked it, I knew that you were an artist of a certain type. Yeah. And I didn't have to audition and she gave me the job. Oh, so wow. here I was like in my own world like being mad mm-hmm. still trying to be aware in the room. Like mm-hmm. there were actors in there who were ferocious and mm-hmm. I was taking notes but like ooh next time I get a gig I want to yeah. try the way they approach. I like her process. Mm-hmm. Like I was I was surrounded by art mad that I wasn't walking in what I thought was my season yeah. and then God came from out left and just Come gave on me now. an opportunity. Yeah. I believe and it was a lesson for me in, in humility. Mm-hmm. It was a lesson for me in listening. God was like, if you don't sit your tail down and press play on this tape recorder, your next job is sitting right next to you Mm, if you can act right. Mm -hmm. Right. So sometimes you go left thinking you're going all the way left and you're really going right. You just don't know it yet. And you got to have faith and persistence and patience and sit down and know that God knows what you need. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like Faith, persistence, patience. You just got to be, you got to be still sometimes. Yes. You got to be still. You got to be yeah. still. I was inspired but by those. But be consistently still. Say, hey. Say that. Say that. Hello? That's a word. Come Say on. That. That's a word. Be consistently still. Mm. Yeah. I was inspired by those women in that room. And there were things that I was soaking up and, and really being like, oh, there were moments I was like, oh, thank you, God, for this. Like, I really kind of needed this. I didn't know I needed this. Mm-hmm. I didn't know I needed to be inspired from the outside. Yeah. Like, I thought that the inspiration only comes like when you're in, in the it. show. Yeah. But sitting there watching those women do what I do and wanted to do inspired me more than I knew. Yeah. You know, it was. Yeah, that was and a beautiful a time. Lesson. It, it really is. is. That's a lesson within itself. It really is. I'm See, grateful yeah, for that opportunity. Yeah. That you so, can't get no other way. Listen. Mm-hmm. Exactly. What about you, Danya? What what survival jobs did you did you pick up and what Oof. did you do along the way? I know you were a teaching artist a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I was just uh, uh, sharing with uh, Amber um, in terms of like other jobs, survival jobs, like uh, serving at restaurants, mm-hmm. working office jobs. And for me, I was able to find my way into my passion, into my purpose, and still have it aligned with what I do. Yeah. It's just listening to conversations people would have. Yeah. And write how can I write realistic dialogue. That's and so just cool. hearing people around me. Arguments that would happen around me. Mm-hmm. And how can I use that to 
to create real conflict amongst people. So, like, finding ways in through shit that really, at the time, didn't feel like it aligned with what it was that I was meant to do, but it fueled what I was meant to do. Because our first job as artists is to be observers. Exactly. Exactly. At the end of the day, is to be observers. And how can we observe the truth? I love that. And document the truth. Mm. And, like, put the truth out there. And, yes, and then also uh, I got into doing teaching artistry for... uh, almost like eight years and like my teaching artistry was playwriting yes um but what was so interesting is don't you be talking about all these years how old are you shut up 22 <laughs> i'll be forgetting i know don't you be talking, i don't think people know how old you are 32 so you're 32 we're i'm the 30. same age oh, yeah you, you're 32 mm-hmm. oh, okay on. i didn't know that come through but see um, like him saying it's seven eight years i'm thinking like dang how old are you <laughs> But I'm like a day over 18. Uh-huh. Um, but so, hello, seriously. The face sits. Come on now. But but yeah, so uh, doing teaching artistry for about eight years. And I was teaching playwriting. And so I wasn't writing my own plays, which was interesting for me. But I was teaching uh, individuals how to write plays. So that was still me being in the craft. Mm-hmm. And like I would, I would come across so many amazing, if it was like a full play or a scene or a monologue that someone wrote that inspired me. Mm. And they may remember, yes, Danye, you you are on your path, and you also are still supposed to be telling your stories. Um, I love that. So, yeah, so just finding my own way into it. Okay, I love that. Thank uh, you so much. How about that. you? Yeah, come um, on now. Well, I mean, like I said, I, I Broadway Black has been my survival mm-hmm. job. I've sort of cultivated that to make money the way that I know how. So, like, I just started doing a lot of research on what it means to have a a web platform and a digital presence and how I can monetize that. Um, and so I've just sort of made it through. And then I, you know, I stopped bartending and serving about maybe what, two and a half, three years mm-hmm. ago. Um, and that was a big thing for me just mm-hmm. because that's what I've always done. I've always worked in fine dining. I've always, you know, created craft cocktails and mm-hmm. menus and been a bar manager and, mm-hmm. um, Getting out of that life is sort of difficult, but it, it was necessary because I couldn't attend events and bartend. Damn. There was no way I was able to. And then All I the events write is and, happening at night. Right. So I, <laughs> I just, it, it just sort of just started to work out for me. I just began to, and I had a great support system. That was yes. another thing. My yeah. support system, um, because there were times where I, I didn't have no money to eat. Yes. Or I didn't have, you know, uh, uh, money for rent. And Let's my talk about it. Sent it to me. And, and, you know, I was able to, you know, make things, ends meet um, some kind of way. You know, God just, pushed me through some kind of way um, until I was able to get my footing in the right direction because um, it's real out here. Yeah. You know, New York is a a really big beast. And, and, you know, I know a lot of times people, um, especially people are hard on millennials because we, we do things differently um, than, than most, but we don't have the same resources as our parents did and Mm -hmm. our grandparents did. And, and money is extremely tight. Mm -hmm. That's why we're not having no kids. We got no kid money. Listen. Um, And so we don't even have kid money, how we got rent money. Well, Um, and it just, it's hard. It's difficult sometimes. So yeah, I mean, I did pretty much everything you can think of me. I worked at the church. Mm -hmm. I swept floors. I've cleaned bathrooms. I've, I've done, I will do anything. Yes. And I told my mom, I would do anything and I will be homeless living in a shelter before I move back home. Hey. And so that's why she'd be scared and she'd be sending me to rent money. She's she like, I don't want your ass back in. Right. <laughs> oh, no, if my mama had it her way, I would be she, back oh, home. She would course. love me. I think she all would of our mothers but, would, yeah. Exactly. Right. But, but then also like you saying that is a true testament to believing in yourself. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Like knowing for sure there is you something know, deep inside me that I'm supposed to be doing mm-hmm. and nothing is going to shake that. Well, you know, my moving here was was that for me because I literally I lost my job back mm-hmm. home and I said if I'm going to start over I'm there's no way I'm doing it here mm. I broke my 
lease. I sold my furniture, sold mm-hmm. my car, everything within a matter of a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. I put together a going away concert and, and sort of gathered money that way. And, and uh, my old boss, who had actually fired me, actually bought my car. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. And and because he knew I needed the money. And come to find out, wow. I found out maybe a year or two later that the car that he bought for me broke down maybe two weeks later. And he never even told me. Wow. I never asked for the money back or anything. But he knew I needed it because wow. I was moving. That's amazing. Um, and I, I've moved here with maybe a couple thousand dollars and mm-hmm. no place to live. And I tweeted out, you know, said, hey, anybody got a, a room to rent? Mm-hmm. And just ended up finding something. Somebody came and got me from the airport mm-hmm. that day. So it was just out, me leaping out on faith for me even yeah. getting here. Had I had the, the the knowledge and the things that I know now about New York and my I don't think I ever would have moved. Same. You know, what I if I knew what I would Same. have gone through and experienced and, and all the things that I've I've lived through and, and done here in the city, yeah. I don't know if I would have the courage mm-hmm. to move. Here's a question that is directly in line with that. It's from Ladarian Copeland. It says, mm-hmm. with being a successful artist, do you think there's a certain time we should make the big leap to New York or L.A.? When do you think it's the right time to do that? The right time is when you are so full of life mm-hmm. and and um, when you have the gusto, when yeah. you have the, the courage to do it. Because if you start to second guess it, you will lose it. You will Listen, You will never move. There will never be will the never right be time. time. There will never be the right amount of money you have Not saved. The ne- there will Child never be. Child. I have a certain number of credits on my resume. Mm-hmm. I have attained the right agent. There will literally never, never be a time when you wake up and never, go, today ever, on ever. January 3rd, never. It'll you just never have to, happen. It just has to click for you. Yes. Mm-hmm. And you have to make the decision. You have to move on that. You yeah, have to absolutely. act yeah, and on like, that decision. I can't go back to it enough with what you said, Drew, which is so true. You have to. It's not about knowing and feeling like there's a right time is about knowing and feeling and believing in yourself. Right. Uh-huh. Like mm-hmm. you have to have that deep, unshakable deep. faith mm-hmm. in you. There was nothing that nobody creator. could tell me. Exactly. I didn't even tell my mom mm-hmm. until, you know, like it was the last mm-hmm. minute because I didn't want her to try to Listen. talk me out of it. There was nothing that anybody could tell me that, tell, that could knew. tell me, I'm moving to New York. Listen. you knew. I'm going. I don't know how I'm getting there. How am I was, gonna get there? Before I sold my car, I was planning on driving that same car to New York. To New York. Lord I said, if it breaks down on me on the way, I'll get a, a greyhound on the way for the rest of the way. Lord but I'm mercy. taking myself when to New York. When I graduated from college, I gave myself two to three years. I said, I'm going to go back home because I have I don't have any debt, but I don't have any money. Mm-hmm. So moving to New York did not make sense. When I hit the end of that third year, I had I was living at home. My mom was making me three square meals a day. I was driving my Jeep. My boyfriend was fly. We was living the American dream. <laughs> yes. People called me to Halle Berry of the South. I was booking four plays a <laughs> yes, year. Like I was, I was booked. Why would I pack Why up and move leave? to New York? And I was like, it's the third year. And my boyfriend came to me. He was like, if you don't leave now, I'm going to leave you. Ooh. Because he knew how comfortable I was. Mm-hmm. And he knew he I was had to about, shake shit up. He shook it he up. Shook that table, he girl. Been, don't shake the table. <laughs> he, he knew he could tell I was falling into uh just I was just living in Atlanta and running through the Listen, trees. Listen, that, that southern, that southern, that good southern living oh will get you. Oh my God. Boy, and when I tell you. When he said that to me, it really uh, it woke something up in me. And by that time, yes, I had an agent, and yes, I had got my equity card, but I hadn't saved the right amount of money. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I, if I wait, I'm not going to go because nobody wants to start over right. in New York mm-hmm. after a certain age. Right. And me and my mom packed up my Jeep and drove the 14 hours. I didn't have but maybe $700. I didn't have nowhere near the amount of money that I wanted to have. I moved in January. It was two degrees mm-hmm. outside. But I booked my first off-Broadway show four months later. Mm-hmm. Like, it was the exact, exact right time. time. I did not there. know it was the right time. I just mm-hmm. knew at that time it was time to go. Mm-hmm. There will never be a right time. It's that there faith. There will never. That literally, faith. I moved November the 12th. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. By that January, February, March, I was at opening nights of Motown, yes, Kinky yes, Boots, yes, 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 mm-hmm. interviewing Billy Porter mm-hmm. and, and all sorts of different stars that I looked up to. You know, Tanya Pinkins was like one of my, I loved Carolina Change. Mm-hmm. And so meeting Tanya Pinkins was a big deal for me. And, and then Keisha Lewis from yes. Once on this Island Keisha. and, and LaShawn's. And I was floored. All of those experiences I never it. would have had if I had Waited. chose to wait. Yes, God. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, yeah, yeah. Like, y'all, I literally, two, about 2016 is when I felt things start to move. Prior uh, to that, I was going through it living here. Mm. Like, in terms of not having any money, uh, going through depression, yeah. wondering if I made the right decision yes, moving God. here. Mm-hmm. Like, literally, and you talked about support system. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to Brandon, my husband. Mm-hmm. Before we got married, um, I actually lost track of how many times he had to pay f- for my rent. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. I just, I, I couldn't afford rent. It was uh, night tour. I didn't And you didn't even want to be here. I, I didn't want to be here. He wanted mm-hmm. to move back to Philly. Huh. I didn't want to, and and when you say not wanting to be here, in the physical yes. sense mm-hmm. and the and spiritual, the, like, exactly. Mm-hmm. Right. I was mm-hmm. like, y'all, I can't do it. I can't do it. It was night after night. Mm-hmm. I remember eating like ramen noodles because it was seventy nine cents. Yes, oh, that's all I could afford. That's oh, all God. I could afford. Listen, but you I think about how far he's brought us. Exactly. God, like some, it just chokes you up. It I really remember does. the days when I had five dollars and it was either eat or go to the audition, mm-hmm. and I would go to the audition mm-hmm. and hope that I would figure out the eating part. Right, exactly. later. Like mm-hmm. that shit is yeah. very real. real. That dollar pizza didn't save my life. My God, literally it's saved been my life. Lunch right. and dinner. Like, my God. Yeah, and it's it's. I mean, and. I want to encourage people to let them know that the, that everybody doesn't go through that. Yeah, everybody, that's not everybody's story. That's not the story that you have to have no. mm-hmm. in order to mm-hmm. achieve success. But you should be prepared, prepared just to, in case. Exactly. Just in case, you be- should be prepared to go listen, through whatever. Just because in the case. thing is, you don't. It's not always an uphill climb. Right. My 2013, I made my Broadway debut. I made more money than I've ever worked in my life. The following year, I I worked eight weeks. Mm-hmm. I lost my health insurance. I had absolutely none. Thing like people think, oh, when once you start, it's a steady climb up. Nope. No, it's peaks and valleys. Right, yeah. It's highs and lows. So you can't come just thinking once I book that first job, the rest is it's, set. It's right, it's no, not. because there will be some falls and some backsliding and some. Oh, oh, I thought mm-hmm. I had. Oh no, I don't anymore. How am I going to survive? You right. have to be prepared for the long haul. The long haul. Oh Jesus, do. that's real. You have to real. play the long haul. And game. Don't do it yes. unless you love it. Yep. You have to love it. This is not some stuff if you it. just want to be famous. This money right. ain't no, it. And like, not, the theater, like, that. theater ain't famous. Theater yeah, ain't famous. Right. Like this, I mean, you might get some connections to the next right. film and television project, but exactly. if you're doing theater, you have to love it exactly. because it's not it's not a fame-driven And don't be industry. in it because you hope and then that's going to propel you to the TV and film. Right, because like, that ain't the way. No, no. Listen. That's not the way. It don't. <laughs> I've seen people get the Tony nom, the Tony win, and, and still. don't get the guest feature. Right. Speak the truth of life. Yeah. Speaking of which, um, speaking of which, I just want to go back and, and congratulate Book of Mormon on three thousand performances. That's on amazing! Wow. Um, speaking of people that have started in that show, Brian Tyree Henry started mm-hmm. that show. Uh, Tony Nominee, yes, Tony Winner, right? Andrew Reynolds, yes, Tony um, Winner. Look at God. Jo- what is the the heaviest? I can't even think of his name now. I want to say his name is Jonah Hill. Is that his name? Yeah, it's- I think it's Jonah. Hill. Wait, let me. I don't. Mm, Brian, don't let me. Brian. No. Sometimes when it comes to white people, I right. Google. Is it Seth Rogen? Wanna... Seth Rogen? No. Now you naming all the ones that look alike. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, wait a minute. Oh, Jesus. Trey, Trey. Uh, no. uh, Did you say Trey? Trey Parker. Uh-huh. Trey Parker. He wrote it, right? Wrote the, yeah, wrote the show. Oh, Remo Webb is another Remo Webb. 
Can I? Y'all, if y'all don't know who Rima Webb is, y'all need to get into Rima because Rima has been in like every single black Broadway <laughs> musical. Like she's originated roles. Josh Gad. Josh Gad. That's I like Josh uh-huh. Gad. Yeah. So he's the original Book of Mormon too. Isn't that crazy? Literally. Yeah. Everybody from the skyrocketed. Right. That's Gavin For Creel. Real. All of them. They. Yep. That's amazing. Gavin Creel. Yeah. Thousand performances. Yeah. Ain't that wow. crazy? That's amazing. And that motherfucker say every Michael night talking about some. I've got AIDS. Yeah, no right. <laughs> I can't. I can't. Uh, like I st- when I first seen that because I first seen it in the, the tour in LA. Uh-huh. Um, I actually went because I was staying with Michael Kilgore, and he was in the show, so I went to go see him out there. And when they first came out and said that shit, I said, "Oh my!" Like my <laughs> mouth dropped. Oh my god! Because I had never listened to the score. I didn't you know uh-huh. really care mm-hmm. you know, that much about it. Um, but it's actually a good musical mm. and. I just couldn't believe it. That some of the shit that they said, like that has to take oh, that has to take a toll on your psyche, like your mental. How can you say those words every night? Listen, like I remember, it was one of the first Broadway. It was the first Broadway show I auditioned for when I moved here, and it just so happened my callback was on a Sunday, and it was ten of us church loving fools. And when I tell you, we had a prayer circle and prayer before I prayed before I called back. And Lord, you know these words are not on our hearts. <laughs> Lord, you know we are embodying the characters. Yes. My God. We do not mean to say F you, God. That is not right. what you have called us to say on today. God, we just look, want you to know. Look, you see you ain't booked that. Listen, because God did not God, want me to know. He knew. He knew. <laughs> look, Margo Listen. knew. Listen. And that was by the creators of South Park, right? Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Of course. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> it makes sense. Yeah, it, it does. does make sense. Makes I mean, sense. and it's not a bad show. You know, overall, the message and everything is not a bad it's actually, show. I went to see it literally a couple of months ago, had a friend in and laughed and harder laughed. than I've Laughing a long yeah. time. I funny. was able to remove myself and right. be like, "This is actually some funny shit." Right? You just gotta, you just gotta, laugh. You just gotta go in and be like, oh, "Okay, it. I'm gonna roll my eyes ten times." But all right, right. this is actually some funny shit. <laughs> it's really. Funny. I was gonna laugh like this. This shit. Oh my god. <laughs> my god. Um, I also do want to read. Um, oh, do we have any more questions? We have one more. Do you okay, go want ahead. to have time for one more? Yeah, we got this time. Is, uh, going in a different direction. I was just asked this from a white artistic director, so maybe I will ask you all to see what you say. With the invention of his words, not mine, with the invention of cross-cultural casting experiences such as Hamilton and Cinderella, because there's only two and y'all acting like we. Anyway, why is it important for all black cast and black theater companies to exist? Because we need safe spaces to be able to create and work. People out here thinking that because of Hamilton, we we can get rid of all black. Wait, who said that? This is um, Alric Davis. Uh, This was said to him. This is a conversation with a white artistic director. I blacked out for a second. I don't. (gasps) I didn't remember that part. I just got mad. Like, wait, what? It was about to get real. That that is really real. That's really (laughs) a thank you, mom. Thanks, mom. Shout out. (laughs) That's really a way of thinking. Now it's like, oh, because of 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 colorblind casting, because of Hamilton, we don't need shows. With all black cast, and we don't need that. Black don't make no companies. damn sense. I'm Not tired of that. Least. I'm tired of that. And tell us why you the guys think this. Why? Like, why don't? Where we is this need... coming from? That's like saying we had uh, uh, back in 1978, we had Ain't Misbehaving, right? And that five shows, that five person <laughs> show should have booked y'all for lifetimes. <laughs> Why don't you shuck and jive and cool yeah. yourself on yeah. Ain't Misbehaving? And I mean, like, it's like, the... but we don't ask. White people can have all every white every, every damn show. show. Merely, we roll the fuck along. <laughs> all the fucking time like I'm tired I'm tired like everything white, white like, people why, can have all white cast they can have cast that are not the, all the hello like, um, not hello Dolly just seen somebody post a picture of North Shore's production of MAME mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I, like I know we I know we not really trying to you know talk about you know you make the cotton easy to pick yes mm-hmm. but Mame is a good damn show mm-hmm, and there mm-hmm. should be no reason why uh, Beauregard mm-hmm. can't be black or you know there shouldn't be any type of mixture in the ensemble literally an all white cast them talking about some uh, you know they were sweating and, and you know in the middle of rehearsals oh, and Jesus. stuff for this show and I'm thinking like I like Mame I want to see a black Mame give me a Jennifer Lewis as Mame hey. mm. But I did say that one time that I wanted to produce a, a, a production of Maine with Jennifer Lewis. And I said she would be great as Vera. She said, ha, I'm a Maine. Hey, <laughs> that's right. I know that's right. She told me. I she can said, hear her I'm, saying that. I'm Maine. You got me fucked right. up. <laughs> but it is those black theater companies and all black cast. I mean, represent, representation still matters. Right. We still need safe spaces to create right. our own work because it can be so exhausting being in these spaces where you don't see yourself reflected Listen, and you have to explain and let me exactly. tell you about all these fake ass diverse ass shows that ain't really diverse at all let me tell you we just you, talked about the casting listen, director listen listen when you cast 17 black people but they all light skinned with curly hair that's not diversity Hello? that's safe and just like what people. we talked about last my week life when you see a show. is forevermore mm-hmm. when you see like a show and you can tell, you see black bodies, you see brown bodies, mm-hmm. but you know not a damn person of color was attached to creating it, yes. directing it. Absolutely. They just said, just let me throw this body of color Absolutely. on this white experience. Listen, you can't, you, is there's, I, I understand as a writer, when you're writing for a white woman, when you're writing for a white man, that it takes a different sensibility, a different mm. set of circumstances, a different point of view than when you're writing for a black character, an Asian character, mm-hmm. an Indian character. So when you just take a show that uh, a character that was written for a white woman and put a black woman into that role. It's that's, lazy and it's sloppy lazy. and trifling. Thank you, Danye. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Because yeah. put me and next to another 32-year-old white woman. We have completely different upbringings. Mm-hmm. We come from different places. We have mm-hmm. different experience mm-hmm. we speak differently we move differently mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. you can't do this whole diverse casting and this whole blind cat that it's all bullshit it At really is that's why we need companies where the works are produced and written by black people right. or indian people or asian people because it, that it starts from the foundation it's only we can tell our story only, only we, and can this is, we can tell like our we stories. said before that this is an industry that wasn't built for us no, to begin it was with not. we weren't even loud i mean even I think that um, what's the lady named Bayork Lee from Chorus Line was mm-hmm, saying mm-hmm. that when she auditioned for Chorus Line, they weren't even allowed to audition in the same parts or the same rooms mm-hmm. of other, you know, white people. You know, people of color had different sections mm-hmm. of the theater to audition for the same show. Ain't that crazy? And we're going to be performing on the same stage. Listen, you got up. me fucked up. Yeah, it's just too many people. I, I, I love Hamilton, but I hate what it's done for the way the of, scope thinking. of thinking, mm-hmm. right? People think that Hamilton has come in and saved us and all, changed well, the and, game. It's not, and it's Completely. not, and and, and and really, to be honest, you know, the black people that are benefiting from it, the original cast members that are finally benefiting from it, but think because they had their cut, mm-hmm. you know, those are only black people that are really benefiting from this show. The people that are like mm-hmm. the actual money is being made is being made by Lin Manuel Miranda, his dad, and the creators of the show. Mm-hmm. The producers, like, yeah. mm-hmm. the main black people. I hear what you're saying. So I'm confused as to how we're we, we're thinking that this is the save all for people for just think because you see a cast and it's got some black people in it and every company got some black people in that now we all good that far from it that ain't it and the thing about Hamilton is that it's not it's also not us telling our story mm-hmm. right. Hamilton is not my story it's, it's not, not our story it's, so we still need you. spaces where we can tell thank our you. story but somebody got mad at me when I said Lin Manuel Miranda wasn't Broadway black and oh I remember and, that and and 
that's okay. I mean, but I mean, I he's not like. Mm-hmm. He's not black. He's still a person of color, and he's still making strides. So right. shout out. Shout, I mean, shout out to him. Listen, but, and he's still employing a lot of black people. Too, that praise is correct. God. Yes, praise God to him. Listen. All right, we're gonna move right along. We got some of the the uh, you guys sent in letters from uh, last Lord. week about microaggressions, Lord and Jesus. so I just wanted to read. Oh wow! Um, I'll read one of them, mm-hmm. um, and this is from um, Tommy. And Tommy says, um, tonight I was able to catch my friend in the McCarter Theater production of Intimate Apparel, Lynn Nottage's beautiful play that subtly uh, addresses the intersectionality of 1905 New York through the business transactions of a black seamstress. While the play was wonderfully acted with a set design that was out of this world, this post is not about that. This is a post about my audience experience and what microaggressions look like. Mm -hmm. After a 15-minute pre-show talk about themes in the play where audience members had general seating, we were asked to go to our ticketed seats after the house officially opened opened before i went to buy my uh buy my interval drink i went to locate my seat so i knew where it would be when i got back this being my first time at this theater the house seats filled up as i was at the bar making my purchase when i got back to my seat it appeared the entire row was full including my seat you know we cannot stand for somebody to be in our seat my god Jesus. i don't care if i'm late or not why are you in my seat listen um unless but, it's that i'm sitting in a seat that i'm not supposed to be in right we can be on the other end right. but let's not be I, listen don't sit in my seat but i can sit in your right rosa park set for a reason <laughs> shit uh, i excuse myself politely while stepping over people to get to where my seat was the one i knew i was assigned uh-huh. three women were in the middle of a conversation excuse me is one of these seats uh, 105. I asked, giving my voice a lift to not as as to not be threatening. The fact that you even have to think about listen, lifting, listen, listen, listen. Excuse, because you know what? It, excuse me, is one of these seats 105? Uh, yes, I'm pleasant. I'm a safe black right, person. Yes, please. Do not be afraid. Right, don't call the police. Oh, mm. Jesus. Um. So this happens from time to time. Making myself, me making myself more uh, palatable, uh, even when I'm wearing my dress up clothes. Mm. <laughs> one my of the God. women looks around frantically and get, gets up and moves over one seat. The seat that is now available is 107. That's not my ticket oh, seat. Oh, Jesus. But good try, man. Uh-oh. Then the woman in seat 103 goes, oh, this is my friend. We haven't seen each other in a while, and we're in mid-conversation. Can you just so? sit in that empty seat? She indicated 107 while clinging to her long-lost friend. She hugged her friend tied to her smile, hopeful. <laughs> I paid for 105. Woo! I gave them thin lips, that thin lip smile that I'm often met with by superiors who say you can't have your way. Mm. I uh, even gave a slight shoulder shrug that said it is what it is. Like, I paid for 105. Like, (laughs) this is it. Right. Um, But this is my friend, she pleaded. So I looked to the left of 105 and to the right of 105. Do I want to fight this battle? I decide to humor them. Are you all a unit? (laughs) <laughs> I can't believe I'm considered giving up uh, mm-hmm. the seat I paid for. Who who raised me to be so accommodating? Mm. Um, and long lost woman isn't isn't even trying to get up out of the seat nope. I paid for. Then suddenly the woman in seat 103 says, uh, "We didn't know we'd be at the same so- show, so we saw each other and wanted to chat." I'm at loss for words, but my face is still giving the this is awkward and uncomfortable for me look. Then yes. suddenly in woman in 103 goes, you know what? I don't want to cause a thing. It's not a big deal. It's fine. It's fine. It's okay. It's your seat. We'll just talk at intermission. She yes, says you the, will. She says the last sentence to her friend. She's not rude. She seems more embarrassed than angry about it. She figures she's uh, was being she figured she was being harmless in her request and now was getting out of control. She didn't expect all this. Yeah. Okay. But ma'am. 
You knew it was my seat from jump. Like, how am I wrong? Why did you think your long-lost friendship trumped the money I spent Ooh. on my ticket? Yeah. I sit in my seat, and Woman in 103 commences to talk across me to her friend Ooh, who is now in her appropriate Jesus. seat, 107. In mid-conversation, she goes, she says, see, now we're talking across you. She laughs as if, as if to say, see how silly this is? I could be sitting next to my friend. So I say, as long as you're talking about the show, we're cool. Mm-hmm. So during the show, they include me in their conversation about the play, and I laughed it off, as I've done many a microaggression. And then after Act 1, after my interval drinks, I came back to three empty seats next to me. The women had moved to the row behind me and had taken seats that they hadn't, they didn't pay for. Woman what? in 103 says to me, instead of talking across from you, we'll be chatting behind you. It's been so long, and we didn't know we'd see each other, so we wanted to sit by one another. These over 45 women sounded like 15-year-old students. I thought... I'd taught over the past couple years. If the above wasn't enough, a young boy of eight or nine confused me with the young black lead of the show during intermission. I thought you were him. He said, because you kind of have the same beard. I have no beard. Just a faint goatee and a mustache for the record. Nope, I'm not in the show. I smile, thinking to myself, black folks are still indecipherable to some people. Internally, I was shaking my head and his mother didn't correct him or even say to him, that's not the actor, honey. Maybe that's not her job. I don't know, but maybe it's just me, but I shouldn't have to get used to these occurrences, but sadly I am. And someone is reading this thinking that I was wrong to challenge those women. And someone is reading this saying that the child was just being innocent. I'm not problematic. I'm not a troublemaker and I'm not invisible. Just tired. I am not equivalent to the black mm. man next to me. I am I'm I must I am entitled to the same comforts as any other person. Most importantly, I paid for my mm-hmm. seat. My God. If I pay for what's mine and people are justifying taking it from me, it's kinda hard for me to take not to take an issue. Jeez. I really shouldn't have to fight for what's mine already. Listen. Story over. You shouldn't. Like you did absolutely nothing wrong. You did You bought a ticket wrong. for a seat. You wanted to sit in your seat. And Kathy, Tiffany, and Ashley thought that their conversation was more important. That it trumped yours. And I just don't understand I'm that. Tired. But why people do that all the time oh, they want to make I'm you tired. feel like you're guilty. Cause of let something. you have been sitting in their seat. Right. My God. You just quickly say, You're in my seat. You're in my seat. At the end of the day, you are in you're my, seat. my seat. Y'all can talk later. Yeah. Go out to dinner, go to Applebee's afterwards and get some cheese sticks. I can't. And then literally, then we have all of these the mechanisms and how to navigate yes. this type of shit. Let me like be lifting nice. your Let me voice up. Like having right. to do all of this additional extra unnecessary shit so that we aren't seen as this kind of monster. Yep. This threatening. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's crazy. We so sorry, sir. I'm sorry, y'all. Um, listen. Well, I think we, well, I just actually, I want to give this um, one shout out to Kirk, Jason Lambert, who emailed us and, and gave us a really touching email. This really shout just charged Kirk. me through, hey, my, through my week. He mm-hmm. said, family, my name is Kirk Jason Lambert and I'm a performer in the New Jersey, New York area. I'm yes. currently listening to the the podcast. My mic sounds nice. <laughs> Come through. And I just had to uh, reach out to you all. <laughs> I just had to reach out to you all to express my thanks, gratitude, appreciation. Simply put, I am late to the game, but completely filled by the work you are doing. Mm. Off book is healing me in ways you couldn't begin to understand. Hey. I'm telling anyone that will listen to me about this amazing podcast. Thank you all for doing the work. Blessing. Thank you, Thank you. I really Shout appreciate out. that. Shout that really out, touched work. So that charges That's us beautiful. up. Thank you, bro. Yeah. We going to keep being fools just for you. We, got no <laughs> we ain't got no other choice. God dang it. None. None. So we love that. So thank y'all so much. <laughs> so much. Donnie, what else you want to say? Because you're not going to be here for three weeks. Mm-hmm. Stop reminding me. <laughs> I, want you to, I want you to get all the words. Damn. I want you to get it all in. I hate you so much. <laughs> <laughs> God, I just... y'all have some fun. Well, we I know will. y'all gonna have fun. I, I know. We gotta say that. I miss y'all already. I know. I know. Damn, I'm, three I'm, weeks. That's a long ass time. That's a long ass time. 
Damn. Do I got to go see the show? I know. <laughs> you know, listen, Donnie is not even going to be required to go to the show. He's going to be at that show every uh, day. You know he is. Also, just give me one of your production seats one of them days. I know Why you gotta, are you? Don, Drew Shade, stop it. Because it's going to be some days where I just need to go in and be like, Donnie, I just need to be there today. You Come so through. Rude. No, for real. Seriously, yeah. I know that it's because I know that this, oh, we're not going to have this all the time. That's and this true. is going to be this time where I just I know that I'm going to just want to, because I did this with Invisible Thread too. Mm-hmm. Which is the days where I just, oh, I you said to pick that. up and just yeah, go. Yeah. I hear you. And I just, I just know that this is one of those pieces for me. Yeah, so I'm just be like, Danye, I'm taking your production seat today. Oh, I got you. Jesus. Okay. Thank you, Danye, right, for John. putting up with light skinned over there. Thank Listen, you. y'all gonna, y'all gonna keep it on, keep on keeping on putting up. <laughs> keep on keeping on. <laughs> I love y'all. Well, thank y'all so much. It's been an amazing, amazing episode. We uh, thank you for hitting your mark with us, and we'll be back next week mm-hmm. for Off Book. I'm Drew Shay. I'm Danye Love, and I'm Princess Amber Emma. Deuces, y'all. Bye. Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.